Cause yeah. I, I mean, I, I know that's what I always look for, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go to YouTube or yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. the shorts is what get me. Like you know, I'll now see. and yeah, also yeah. keep in mind that even though we don't have an actual page, and it's, it's hot mics now, even though we don't have an actual page, people can still search on the bench podcast because I'm um. I always make sure I tag and hashtag it up on uh-huh. the best podcast. So even somebody on IG and they just type in on the best podcast. I don't see it. Yeah, see it. yeah. yeah. Which, which I, that's what I mean. I'm, so I'm, and that's and I'm that's an really of that. the main the main thing for sure. Okay, so I see we are now. Facebook still it still got me on punishment, man. Really? Yeah. Two what more, did you do again? Two more weeks, uh, and right now, so right so now Corey, they, they you let me slide back. a little bit my way because we. Oh, I'm yeah, be in yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, so they let me back on Facebook, and but then, <laughs> for two weeks, your butt right out. for two weeks they saying that um, I'm going to be down on, yeah, he just said, I'm going to be down on the list. Like, they're not going to push my post or whatever. Really? So, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. What'd you say, something about LeBron? No, nah, no, nah, I was talking about this show, um, BMF, and I was saying something about, I said, Lamar, you watch that show? I I I don't, but I but I know it. I know. No, yeah, so I, I was saying I said Lamar, if if Lamar slapped my girlfriend, we just gonna have to jump her jump him together, jump her together. If Lamar <laughs> slapped my girl, we gonna have to jump her together. Uh, That's all I said. And what I what I know about Lamar, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, man. It, 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 but it, you know what? They they don't have a uh, Facebook needs. Uh, they need an interpreter. Yeah. Because let me tell you this. So I had a friend that hit me up. Was like, uh, hey, yo, yo, Camp, hit me up. I said, yo, I'm going to hit you. That's all I said. Yeah. Then they flagged it for, because the terminology, yes. I'm going to hit you means I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to call you. Yes. I had something to say. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then they go like, oh, this this comment, you know, does not follow Facebook guidelines. I'm like, they need somebody to say no. That, that's, <laughs> he's in, not physically going to assault him. Yeah, in context, that's not he's not talking about. No, violence. I'm he's saying I'm going to call him. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so. no, that's crazy. That that's is crazy. crazy. And they got it to where you can like send it in for a review and stuff like that, but it don't work because I still got suspended. Yeah, but but crazy. the stuff but the stuff they allow us to see that's the stuff that they you know those I mean? those Facebook stories they're getting out of hand. Yeah, when the people be like, "Don't watch my story," <laughs> that's no. getting. Out of hand, dog. I, 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 you know, I'm all in, man. Get, I get love. I clicked on one last week. <clears throat> Not last week, like two days ago. It was this um, 89-year-old white lady <laughs> getting it in. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. Doing <laughs> anything on Pornhub plus <laughs> on, on Facebook <laughs> stories. And the title was "Don't click on my story," and I clicked on it. And every listen, you're lying to yourself <laughs> if you have not clicked that link one time. I, I haven't. I, I BP. They say you gotta find it, man. You, well, you do don't want to find that one, but they got they got plenty of them. Or oh, the ones on the hub that's like, I'm only 3.7 <laughs> miles away. I'm right on the corner. J Sundays. The track, I lace it, I stick to the basics. This field is a matrix, I shift it with the glitches and shape it. I live in a spaceship, indifferent when my spirit is taking my vision and making it lacy as I'm visiting places, existing in spaces where wisdom is a ticket for payment and sacred arrangements are gifted when you enter with patience. Take lyrics and cadence and frame it for the listener to bang it. These pictures get painted and ancient for the village sustainment. Libations and vibrations, drum circles and meditations, moonlight and elevation, sunlight and education, sunrise. 
like Sun Tzu. Some try and some do. My check, yeah, one, two. Right, left, like Kung Fu. Oh, mine, I lost that. Go, mine, I cross path. Toltec and astral travel. Omeg and ashwagandha. These paparazzi with cameras keep propping up propaganda to rob you of proper manners and clog up your chakra channels. Who popping without a scandal through obstacles, stay in balance. I'm fake it until I make it. I face it, embrace, erase it. I'm fashioning, multifaceted, face it to stay adjacent. Creative flavor that's passionate, accurate reimaginings. A when we come together, we go up forever, and nothing can ever break us down. When we come together, we go up forever, and no one could ever break us down. When we come together, we go up forever, and nothing could ever break us down. When we come together, we go up forever, and no one could ever break us down. Love. One, Jason. Is up. Talked about oh, reducing his minutes. Yeah. yeah, we're back. We're doing a little pre-talk. You're back on the bench with Bubba and Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. All right, don't forget that on the bench podcast is available on all, and I do mean all podcast streaming platforms including here on youtube please like share subscribe all of that good stuff that intro video you saw we usually uh uh mix it up a little bit from week to week but for the most part it's jason you can look him up on um on ig for sure that's where he drops his jason days and um and other video clips as well uh we have Corey. Camp four in the bit in the, four, in the building. Four, Bubba. Camp four. Camp four. I call y'all camp. I call the yeah, one. Yeah, I call the sure. older. I call Corey Big Camp. And I call Aaron Lil Camp. Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah, that's what sure. we do. So the Big Camp is in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Finally made it, baby. Finally made it. What's the, what's the what's the what's the what's the the number one nickname for you, man? Man, listen. What do most people call? Listen, it really depends. You know, like uh, so if you go back home to Maryland, they call me Shooter. Okay. Right. In Florida, like my group chat, they laugh at me because they think I'm making it up. But you got a uh, Rado, Big Rado, because in uh, in GM five, I tried the um, the Alvarado move where I, you know. You, oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I started yelling. You know how I get. Yeah, I'm like, yo, Rado, I'm, I'm, I'm big. I'm no Alvarado. And, <laughs> and John was like, Nah, you more like Silverado. <laughs> so, then they called me. So the Big Rado, Big Camp, which is, I, you know, I yeah. give credit to you for sure. Uh, that's really the big nah, two, yeah, Big Rado yeah. Camp. Well, uh, and right now you're um, you're coaching over at Crohn's Academy. You're yes, also sir. you're also a music producer, and you have brand a, owner um, as well. You see it, Chase the Feeling. I was about to say, Chase the Feeling, CTF. You have a brand, so we're gonna get into a lot of that stuff for sure. Thank you for having me, guys. For sure, yeah. for sure. Along with some other things, for sure. I have an interesting rapper to NBA comparison, especially because we have a hooper and a a coach mixed with a music producer. So I <laughs> yeah. think that'd be fun. Uh, of course, Kevin Durant has. Uh, went to Phoenix in a trade. Uh, the NBA All Star is right up, uh, right up on us here. It's always the weekend following Valentine's Day, so we, all of the participants have been selected. All right, and we got some uh, some other stuff as well as we always do here on the bench. Now, one thing I just wanted to start with because it was on my mind uh, this morning for sure, and that's and that's Airbnb. Now, I I I, I have been a long time Kansas City Chiefs fan. I shot out to Priest Holmes. That's when I found my love Priest for the Holmes, Chiefs. my Lord. And, um, <laughs> and Arabic Dante enemy, Hall, you know, Dante Hall. Dante Hall was a I, monster, I was my Madden team, dog. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And Arabic enemy has been a coordinator for the Chiefs now. Um, he was the running backs coach, so he's been a coordinator for longer than this, but he was named the offensive coordinator in 2018. Um, uh, that's when um, he became that for the Kansas City Chiefs. 
And was what, that Pat's first year as a starter? Yeah, Pat's first year as a starter. Um, and uh, and and Andy says that um, Eric played a large part in um, their decision in moving up to selecting uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's the reason why he ultimately gave him that that title as offensive coordinator. Plus, uh, so he did the grunt work as well. All right. Uh, so what made me uh, think about this, because we've been talking about this the last two years, Airbnb, and, and the lack of black coaches in the NFL. But once again, the Super Bowl happens, Kansas City Chiefs win. The day after, two assistants of the losing team, the Philadelphia Eagles, God, they jobs. get the two remaining head coaching jobs. Right, the, yeah. right after. The, 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 right after. The mm-hmm. defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles and the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, they get, they get head coaching jobs, the last two remaining. And uh, Eric B doesn't even get an interview, um, but he has he, he he has interview for, for a couple other positions. And also, you can see in the bottom left corner, the Washington Commanders they want him as a offensive coordinator, right? The same role. Now they got uh, Ron Rivera, right? Right. Yep. So basically, what's going on with Eric B is a couple of things, right? So as I had to dive in and see what is, what is going on. Yeah. So number one, they believe that Andy Reid is the mastermind behind the offense, and he's calling majority of the plays. I don't know. Maybe they think Eric B is just there and just yeah. No, I mean I get that. I mean I, I get that perspective. I yeah, guess, yeah. Okay, that's the thing. So that's one thing. But also, Eric B does come with a checkered past. But we're talking about a past of twenty plus years ago. Mm-hmm. He has like been, was he player, was arrested. Right? Yeah, yeah, as a player and um, uh, one for a bar fight. He was arrested for a bar fight with a, a teammate. Second, he was. Um, he didn't go to jail for it, but he was accused for assaulting a woman once. All right, like I said, all of this is plus twenty years ago. It's, it's not a, it's not, it hasn't been a repeated behavior over years. Right. This is like during his playing career and maybe a year or two after the bar fight thing. All right, so that's that. I, I, I can't imagine them holding a person to that over twenty plus years ago. Maybe yeah, so. that's kind of yeah. crazy. But that's a long time. It's not like you know. there's there's something super weird going on though. Yeah. With him in particular. I mean the, the league's capacity or, or, or track record of hiring black coaches is not good. Well five 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 head coaches were taken on this year, none of them went to a black coach. Right, right. And last year there was a couple yeah. that went uh, and then one of them was the Bucks. Uh, where like kind of Arians stepped down late with the kind of understanding. I don't even that count that. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's <laughs> but a situation. One. Yeah. But um, yeah. But but Bienemy in particular because he's he's basically done what you're supposed to do. Like you you get into coaching, you're on the grind, you get to the coordinator spot, you're on a successful team, a championship team, a two time championship team, and you can't get a whiff of a head coaching job. Mm. I mean, that's literally insane. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. And again, you're talking is the reason like like a couple criminal blotches 20 plus years ago. That's not valid. That's not worth, you know, not looking at a guy. Um and I and I don't know. I mean, it, it if you meet Eric Bieniemy, is there something off? I mean, I start <laughs> yeah. to wonder. You know, and, and I mean everybody's not perfect or whatever. I'm not saying that, but like is there something about him when you interview him that he just comes off not well? Right, you know, like a dick, you know, or whatever. It's it's kind of, you know, I don't know. It's it's you're you almost pull your hair out trying to figure out what exactly is wrong with this situation because the resume is what the resume should be to get a great head coaching opportunity. You nice. know. No, you no, got no, something no, you want to add to it? No, I I really just second uh, B Pink's uh, point of 
it's the unknown. I mean, cause the the, ob- the obvious thing is let's just throw it out there: race. You know, right? The, the race. Okay. Once now, once you take that off the board, he's been a part of the both championship teams, correct? Yeah. So, at that point, you know, it, it kind of is. Hey, listen, it's just not in your cards sometimes, and maybe be a head coach, or you just, you know, let's say it was twenty years ago, but that person you wronged has a relationship with somebody in the NFL and you know people hold grudges and sometimes unfortunately you know especially in in the uh, the sports realm perception is reality for some people what so, you know, and then joking matter but maybe not joking maybe it was a white woman he hit yeah but I think you made a good point you know? it, the, the grudge might not go back to that crime 20 years ago yeah. yeah it might be something that he has done more recently or you know or during his you know, NFL coaching career that where we just he, don't know. we don't know, he, and yeah, that's the part. Like, there's nothing public. They, they didn't uh, email you Doka him, you know, like no, so. Yeah, but yeah, but it I'm could saying. be something crazy like that that we just do not, not no, privy that, to that, have the information about. That is correct. And 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 my overall rant that goes in here, because we don't know, but, but what we do know is that it hasn't been anything egregious enough to hit the mainstream media. Yeah, so absolutely. For sure, we for do sure, know that, for right? Sure, absolutely. And, 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 and this goes back to... My main rant from the 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 Ed Reed saga, which molded into the Dion thing, mm-hmm. and I think our community, we stand on and fight and moan and for the wrong, for the wrong things. Like we don't stand up for the the right things. Like we stand up and and we march and we and we fucking trend on social media and we curse and we make a big deal. Out of what the out of what the media tells us to to, to do, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like 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 this has been a, a crazy crazy thing that we have dealt with over the last since the NFL has been in 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 you know in the thing we play for the NFL we use you know our bodies all of that stuff and that what they tell us is we're not good enough to be a head coach and to lead a team in the NFL. That's basically what these NFL owners are telling us now. I don't put that on the NFL owners. That's their team. That's their money. They can hire whoever the hell they want to hire. My beef is with these guys who don't say anything about it. I don't know if they're scared. I don't know what. Well, which guys? The coaching All candidates? All of the, uh, the the candidates, the former players, the guys who are who are upset about their office having a couple pieces of trash on it and and, mm, and cursing wow. and making that trend <laughs> on social media. Yeah. My beef is with these guys who want to be coaches but continually get shitted on by the NFL because the NFL is showing you they are higher guys who haven't even coached a Pop Warner game before. Yeah. My why that, uh, Indian, are we Indian, not Yes, why are we not standing on sofas and cursing to the high heels about that? Why? Well, let's just why? You know what I mean? That's my main. I can't figure it out for the life of me, and that's where my beef is at. Um, and and because this is going to continually to happen, it's going to continue to happen because we're showing we don't really give a damn. Uh, you know, shout out to Ryan Clark. He, you know, he put out this tweet, but that's going to be it. You know, that's going to be the extent of that. But I at least appreciate him for that. You know, sounds good to be a losing coordinator in the Super Bowl. And be a head coach in two days, you know. Congrats, Gannon and, and Steichen, the other guy yeah. who got it. So, yeah. and he just went ahead and and, and gave Benny and me's 
uh, record over the last few years. But that's that's my thing, man. I just can't figure it out for the life of me, and maybe I'll just I'll never know why. Maybe I I think the only thing I can kind of understand is if they're afraid if they speak out and curse about this stuff that they'll never have a chance. Well, that I think I mean if you're Eric Bieniemy, um. If you harbor desire of being a head coach still, and you haven't just given up and reached zero fucks given, yeah. you're not going to make a rash statement. Yeah, you if go. you reach a point where you're comfortable where you are with the Chiefs, you know Andy Reid's got your back, and the rest of it doesn't matter, then you come out and say, hey, this is, you know, you just go do an interview with somebody and say, this is ridiculous. Here's sure. exactly what's happened. Mm-hmm. I own everything that I did in the past. I haven't been in trouble in 20 plus years. And I've coordinated the best offense in the league over the last five years. Yeah. I have two Super Bowl titles. We're say training it. towards that. Though. But, but he's, not, he's not doing it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You know, I'm, like, saying, like, I'm, saying, I'm saying we're training towards that needing to be done. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, agree with you. I think that's a great idea. I agree with you. I, I think well, that's what, a, yeah. What's the... What's the uh, What's the Dolphins coach that spoke out? Brian Flores. Yeah, Brian yeah. Flores. So, so he did that. He got to that point. And, and then, yeah. and then looks and then he got hired. I mean, all but by the Steelers. Now, now, now <laughs> we, we understand. <laughs> but but at least it was a. It wasn't like the the, the big step. It was a mini step into yeah. That was the a right direction. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was so a at the end of the day. I, I agree with your rant for sure. Yeah. But I also agree with B. Pink. Think of it from uh, Eric B.'s perspective, like. Andy Reid's not going to be there forever. Well, you know? and, so, and I do so. think that's something to consider. I mean, yeah. is there something in place where there's a succession plan? Andy Reid, yeah. No. Andy Reid gets you out so? and it's I, Eric I, I know Eric B. Enemy is seeking out interviews because— Oh, he's been on like 12 or 13, he said. Because they've, like they've had talks. Yeah. yeah. Like, Andy can play around and, oh, I may retire the Super Bowl. Then after the Super Bowl, oh, no, I'm not retiring. I know if he, he, he has to have had talks with Eric B. Like, nah, man. As long as Mahomes is kicking, I'm probably going to stick around as long as I can. <laughs> yeah. As long as my health is, allows me to. What do you What do you think the impact of the Todd Bowles shit show was? To to for black coaches for black or coaches. for AB? Oh, um, I, I think it's a problem. Yeah. Because one of the things that you hear in this dynamic is that when black head coaches are hired. It's like the Texans with David Calley and Lovey Smith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're hired at really bad jobs yeah. with the expectation you're not going to do anything anyway. So two, three years are out. Yeah, gone, and so. then, I mean, yeah. basically the intent of the the Bucks transition was Tom's coming back, you've got this super talented roster, you have at it, and, and again, I don't know, there was injuries involved, I get all that, but at the end of the day, as a coach, they ask you how many games you won. Yeah. And they didn't win enough. And I think that, you know, if you look at recent black coaching hires, he was probably as well situated to have some success as anybody in recent memory and just, and and it was a disaster. Yeah, but I don't think so. I mean I mean you can I mean you can make an argument, I guess, but you have a aging quarterback who just let's let's just plain not put it. He was bad at a lot of times, a lot of moments. He yeah. couldn't push the ball down the field. He had he he had was more interceptions than he had in the last few years. Uh a lot uh, more uh, human this work, year. For work, sure. uh, tons of injuries from the from the um on the <laughs> offense um perspective. The defense took a huge uh, drop when he's an offensive guy, like 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 that he's team. A defensive I mean, I mean, but I'm saying, I'm sorry, which doesn't help. That's what it I'm doesn't saying. help. But the defense, like, dealt with a lot of injuries as well. Yeah. Um, when you break it down, there's clearly a lot of things. Yeah, that didn't yeah, yeah. Go that right. team was not the same team from the year before. But I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. No, for sure. But what, when when he was you know, when he got the job, the expectation was to contend. 
and they fell well short of that. And and again, as as the head guy, you're always going to take heat on that. Yeah, but the problem is, we're always getting the fucking chitlins of the the world. You know what I mean? That's not fair. Expectations for us is to we need we need miracles. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. A, yeah. we got to go from ashy to classy in, in one two seasons where yeah you know white coaches seem to have a longer leash. Which which again, these are things I think at this point in 2023 we know we know we know you yeah. Know? yeah. And so so that and, and and that's why I think this this Eric B situation is like we know the race part is there. That's why I said that in the beginning. But what I'm saying is that sometimes. You could be the problem, you know. Maybe yeah. It's, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. think about this: you've been he's successful. This also shows me about relations, relationships, the importance of it. You you're telling me there's nobody that can pick up the phone and be like, "Man, listen, it's time for Eric B. Yeah. to get a shot." You know, and, and I mean, here's another thing: when has Andy Reid had more respect than he does now? Yeah. He's really like just got it. The guy, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like once he won the Super Bowl, it validated all of his success and work going into that. He's getting commercials now. Yeah, I mean that. he's he's at an all time high. If that's your 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 guy, yeah, you know, for him to pick up a phone or or do whatever, exactly, you know. And, and I don't know. I mean, and that's why I kind of said, is there a succession plan in the sense of this that Andy Reid may say the landscape and be like, this is total bullshit, but. Know that when I step down, you're getting. This. Yeah, and, 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 I, again, he that, may in that be case the only is kind of why he's do. not even as vocal. Because like, man, I, I'm gonna get the keys to the to the Bentley when it's done. You know, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just speculating. No, I, I, that I understand, but I, I know that's not. It's not because. his ideal situation. Oh yeah, no. He, I you mean, he I mean? feels he, overdue to be a head coach. Yeah, he you feel, want that opportunity. Yeah, you don't want to wait around five months. It's not like he's thirty something. You know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, no, he's, he's right behind yeah. you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you know, but no, but I understand though. those. Those were some great points. I just wanted to to get that out. Can there. I ask? Can I ask this for both of you? Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 the uh, the contingency plan of of Andy leaving Eric getting the job, if he didn't get the job when Andy left. Is that worse than the situations he's been in? That before? says a lot more about him. Yeah. They can't know you any better than yeah. they would. And he still doesn't get and the job. And if you get past at that point, I agree. That's then it, it kind of That's validates this whole thing. Like, you know, if he doesn't get it after Andy leaves. I think that's more of a spotlight on on him. Oh, one thousand percent. Per se, yeah. this 1, gives this gives outlets a chance to, and rightfully so in some cases, blame the NFL. But Andy leaves. They say he's an interim. Even if they say interim, still that's like hold up, bro. Like, yeah, I would feel yeah. shaky if they interview someone else. That would be crazy. Right. That'd be crazy. <laughs> if it's not a direct succession. Yeah. But again, you know, because the, the Bucks thing was a direct succession. The, the, there you go. I, but again, though, that puts tremendous pressure. Assuming this happens during what we expect to be the long Pat Mahomes prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if he gets that job by succession. There's no excuses. He better win. You, no, can, you know, you got the best quarterback in football. And then that would, yeah, and if he failed at that, then you can kind of get all that stuff. All, and yeah, yeah, Andy yeah. must have done everything. Yeah, yeah. You, we, yeah. We, everybody was right to pass you over. Yeah. And in and the it weird, all comes and in back. A weird uh, un, un, uh, unfortunate way. It kind of validates the NFL. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, reason of like this yeah. is why we don't hire black coaches. You know, so when that's where I was going with the Todd Bowles thing. Yeah, I mean, like there's definitely reasons that it happened, but if you look at the superficial racist manner in which the league owners behave, yeah, it, that just fits a narrative. Yeah, that hey, you you, you you had uh you know this. But even if so, 
he deserves that right to fail. For sure. For right. all these other coaches. Uh, uh, the Oakland, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, that guy who was, he's, he's had several chances to fail and he has failed. <laughs> over and over again. Well, oh, oh, uh, listen, um, outside of being yeah, a hick, he was yeah. a yeah, he was yeah, under the, the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was a Belichick guy. And also another thing is, uh, three other coaches, two I know for sure, has uh, who were Andy Reid's assistants, offensive assistants, have yeah. gotten head coaches. Doug, uh, they yeah. just been white. Yeah. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. <laughs> and yeah. um, I had it written down on my phone. And another guy. I just know Doug for sure. For sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's that we can't use that excuse that he does everything because you have had. I, I, I heard one take. It was a they had a, Ma- a, Matt Nagy and Doug, Matt Nagy. A special Peterson. teams coach got a nod before him. A college yeah. guy got a nod before. So that's yeah. when it's like, man, this is yeah, this one of them situations yeah. where it's a. Head yeah. scratcher for I wish, sure. I wish, I wish they could, like, release some interview notes. And, no, like, I, I'm really Is curious. Eric falling asleep in these interviews? Like, what is, is it showing up late? <laughs> is he on, is he got, on CP time? Bro, it's got to be something. Is, is he like, on CP time? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's funny. mean to the catering team or something. <laughs> you know, like, bro, he's, yeah, that, that is funny. No, nah, but we'll, we'll see it, uh, where, that, where that goes for sure. Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. That was great. Coach. Camp, big camp in big the building, camp. Man. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Like, I love your rants, and so to know that rant is, like, not, like, written down, that's really impressive. We're like, oh. we're like Jay-Z like in YouTube, prime, <laughs> you, you got, you There's got, nothing, nothing written, written down. down here, man. That, no, no, no. I, if I can, if I can no. ex- pull out my phone and, and blow it up enough to see what we're going to talk about, <laughs> that's, that's a win. Otherwise, I come in here. Raw dog and ready to go. <laughs> Facts. Now, it's funny that you say that because today is the first day I actually have notes. I had to, wow. I, oh I had to put down notes. Just shut up. You ruined the myth. <laughs> I had to put down notes for my rapper NBA comparisons just oh, because I, yeah. I took a lot of time on that. Now, I would love to hear that so one. So we'll, we'll get to that a little it later It better be here. good or we're going to scrap the notes forever. we <laughs> <laughs> better be on No more notes. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm going to put you on the, on, the, on the thing here, right? Yeah. Because we do... We do like we do a lot of ads for other people on the show, like uh-huh. um, you know business ads and things of that nature. Nice. So you have a basketball camp coming up. Yes, sir. So I'm going to put up 60 seconds on the clock. Oh wow! And I oh, want wow. you to do an ad. <laughs> Hello. I want <laughs> I want you to do an ad for your basketball camp. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you when to start. Let me quit coughing too. That's a start. We Let's do have cough drops at the camp and. Uh... <laughs> All right, go. All right, they can see the screen? Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, listen, as you can see, first of all, I am Coach Corey in this moment. Coach Corey, uh, I'm the coach at Crooms Academy, and I am happy to be partnering with another very skilled and uh, uh, one of the top guys in the area, Lemar, Coach Lemar Wilson of West Basketball. And together we are bringing you the Skills and Drills mini camps. Uh, it starts this Saturday. It goes over the next four weekends. Um It'll be held at Seminole State College. Um, and listen, we just want confident uh, kids who are ready to work. Um, this is not like a, you know, just drop off. We have lunch, watch some Disney movies. You know, for that two to three hours, we will be working. And uh, you truly want to just lay a great foundation uh, from, you know, fifth to twelfth grades uh, for our kids. Uh, both male and female are are welcome. Um, we had a couple of parents ask that. So please bring your daughters, bring your sons out, brothers, sisters, cousins. Uh, we look forward to seeing you this Saturday. Time. That's I'm it. happy to hear seconds. that it's a work camp. Like I don't, I don't like oh, yeah, you know it's working. just a glorified daycare. Well, listen, coaching. What I've what I've learned the last three years is, as a coach, you go like you'll at the end of practice. You're like, man, guys, go home. I need you to eat right, get some sleep, and work on your game. 
And what you realize is stay away from the cocaine and hookers. Please do that, okay. especially, especially at the high school level. Hey, or, you know, start young at any level, but uh, <laughs> but but for sure, they just don't know what to do. Yeah, that's, that's really true. it. You that's know, true. you can go tell somebody to go work, but if you're not giving them the actual tools and the groundwork, what they're supposed to do, what I found as a coach is you're doing them a disservice. And then what it does is, as a coach, it makes you more frustrated because you're like, you're not doing it, but say, like, hey, you never really gave them the the how to or what to do. Uh, so that's kind of what this particular mini camp is going to differentiate from your, you know, your nine to me, four all day type thing. Let me ask you this: for for a parent who hasn't received their tax return just yet, what, what does three hundred? What can what what is their child going to walk away with? Why is it worth it? Why is the three hundred dollars worth being paid? For, for well, the three hundred two. First of all, you get that Saturday and Sunday. You get you know potentially two to three hours at one time as opposed to most trainers and coaches charge you per hour mm-hmm. and then you're not you're getting not one but two coaches at the same time to one give you different perspectives and different outlooks on what to do um and and, and then again again like like b pink just said we're going to be working your, your child is going to work you know for those you know i think we're going to actually adjust the time a little bit to give it even longer but for those two to three hours your child is coming to work and they're going to leave feeling like, you know, man, I learned a lot in that one session. And now you get that for the next four weeks. No, you know, so you're talking good. about laying a great foundation. Now, you know, what we do, and I disclaimer real quick. Yeah. This is not a, a guarantee to a spot on an AU team or come to Crooms and you get a spot with me. Like, this is separate of Crooms. This is my business with Glory Day, skills development. Um, you know, but what I can guarantee is your kid is going to work. You know, why, why they're with us. Which is what they need to do. For sure. Mm-hmm. You had something you was about to add in there? Oh, no, I was going to say, is the 300 for each of those weekends? No, or no, the no. Whole, all four weekends? It's all four. Okay, glad All I four that. weekends. Okay. And please, you know, I'm, I'm a parent of three kids. So I, I can, you know, imagine if somebody has three kids, they went. Not, so we're not turning anybody away. We will do payment arrangements as long as it's discussed between uh, Coach Lemar and myself. So. We, we you know we don't want that to be uh, the an impediment uh, the, to getting exactly. Better. And then again, you know, value. I think Bubba, you really hit on the head. Like the value of what you're getting. You're mm-hmm. getting two coaches. Most of the time, most trainers charge you per hour. I just saw a link and that was sent to me. There's a there's a guy charging people 125 dollars an hour for a session with him. So. Damn. You know, and that's just one hour. That's you know, right. which which all be it must respect to, you know, please if that's what you're worth, you know, get that money. You, yeah, so I'm I'm not but I'm just saying like that 300 includes the next 4 weeks, Saturday and Sunday. Um great facility as well. I don't know if you've been uh, I, I've been able to develop a relationship with the athletic director over there and uh he's an Indiana basketball guy. That new gym over there is, is really good. Some of the state college. So, Are they ever going to revive their basketball program? So listen, Kurt Esser, I, uh, you know, Kurt, what's up? Um, uh, I've been very fortunate, you know, talking about relationships, to be connected with him. And he is, in fact, working very, very hard uh, to get a basketball team revived over there. That's um, good. I hope he does. A lot, a lot of it, you know, just uh, very frankly, was COVID. COVID kind of slowed that process down. Okay. Uh, but, you know. Kurt has a great plan, and um, you know, please, if anybody wants to go talk to him, he's he's approachable. He's ready to go. He's like he he wants to get it back up and running for sure. Good, we could use that. No, no, especially that's for, sure. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-huh. Well, like one of the things, like a lot of times when guys go to JUCOs, they're in these remote, miserable places. Yeah. It's like, why not have a JUCO in Sanford? Like, I mean, like, you know, it's right there. There's a ton of talent in Central Florida. Ton and of talent. not everybody's going to fit into a Division One, Division Two profile. Like, have an opportunity where you don't have to you know leave to town iowa. and live in iowa or kansas among the white folks and then but but <laughs> talent alone think about it you got seminole high over there you got lake mary you got lake mary prep you got crooms that's four schools right there that yeah you know you have you know a 10 to 15 minute radius so and then I mean, like central you know, florida period man yeah it's, no, it's, i mean it's it's that's what booming down here man yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah for sure like yeah, for sure yeah, yeah. No, man like, sure. So, and then again just resources you know like there's so many Great, great skill guys, skill trainers down here that I've been fortunate enough to meet and and know. And honestly, basketball brought us three together. You know, like it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's for man, sure. it's the the community has from somebody coming from Maryland. And when I came here about four or five years ago, you think of Florida as a football place, mm-hmm. but I've been ingratiated into the basketball community here. And man, it's booming. There's so many pros coming out of Florida, the Central Florida area. So for sure, for a place like Seminole State College, easily within your back backyard, you got some guys that can make your program a serious program very fast. For sure, no, for that's sure. for sure. Um, what are the things I want to kind of like kind of talk about in terms of coaching? I coach at a high school level. I don't, I've never regarded myself as a big skill guy. Okay, it's not my forte. Yeah, I'm more of a team building tactics guy, um, and, and game manager. Yeah. Um, but like one of the things that you see, like when I you go play pickup in various places, mm-hmm. you see these younger guys, sometimes the high school guys, and it's like they have skill. Yeah. They have dribble moves. They have stuff going on, and they can shoot it. But they can't play dead in a cowboy movie. Like they don't understand how to play. You know, like how to yeah. move off the ball, how to set a screen, how to do anything oh, but dribble and hesitate at the top of the key. Yeah. And I literally want to shoot these people. Yes. Where they stand and watch them pass away. <laughs> but where what do we gotta do about this? Can I be honest? Is yes, you, please. You need trainers, one that care about the details. You know, I, I'll be honest, like I tell one of the first conversations I have with parents. Uh, when they bring their child to me, I say, listen, if you're looking for the YouTube, Instagram gadget trainer, like, I'm not, I'm not your guy. Like, I'm not going to have your, we're not going to bring out the noodles and, you know, blindfold. Like, we're not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, every every kid that knows me, I have, like, my coaches, as my say, and it's, you know, details matter. You know, so it's it's breaking down the details for a player to get them to understand how to set a screen the right way, yeah. how to properly be in defensive stands, like why your feet and your base matter when it comes to shooting. Like it's not all arms, you know. So yeah. it's 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 having coaches that that's the part that's important to them. Yeah. And I think for for me as a as a skills guy, for my partner Lemar, I know for sure. And then listen, we're we're I I know so many trainers that are tw- in the twenties still. And not to not to at all, but like I'm I'm about to be 38 in in, in a month or two. Lee Mars 38. Like we have a lot of basketball under our belt, where I feel like we have enough knowledge of the old hard nosed way and enough time in this newer. Which is I make myself sound old to say that, but <laughs> yeah, in this newer kind of younger younger generation, where it's like the LA Fitness Ball is Life era, to where we, if we figure out how to merge the two, talk their language. And then and, and, and kind of just really get down to the details. Yeah. That's really how. And honestly, that's hard to do during season. Like oh, for sure. Yeah. During the season, you can't. Now do I think in the season, one of the challenges, that, like 
kind of what I do. I mean, like when you're in season, you have a group of guys, yeah. and your your task is not necessarily player development at that point. No, it's not. It is, it at is, all, it's not. It is game preparation and game winning, yeah. and you just have to put that puzzle together in the best way you can to win games. Yeah, you for know? sure. And, and guys will have to kind of accept and flourish in roles and stuff like that. And I've always felt the day the season ends is the day for you to really grow as an individual player. Come on, Bill. And you got to say, all right, what did I – struggle with or why was I in this like niche role on my team yes my skills weren't up to par my you know I didn't shoot it well enough I didn't I couldn't guard a chair like whatever the issue is that you have <laughs> you, it, you know that's that's what you gotta attack dude. and get better at and listen that you but so when you talk about now trying to change a culture and so you know at the school I'm at which I, I absolutely love crooms is getting kids that think that way yeah, and understand that. You know, I, I know my. I want to go on a cruise. I want to do this. Like it's, they, they have so many uh, outside. I don't want to call them distractions. Just real life stuff they do with their family. That you know, when I was in high school, it was just basketball. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it's it's giving them to understand like okay, the season's done, but now your season, your individual season starts. You know? yeah. because it's 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 utterly, it's 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 pretty much impossible to. Unless you're just gonna do basketball twenty four seven to do any kind of individual attention to you know like Bob, I need you to do this, yeah. but it's not it's it's for the betterment of the squad, you know. Yeah, at so, that time for sure. And so you're stuff. right. You hit on the head. Like I told him, I said, guys, you know, this is even me learning the difference between Coach Corey, the skills trainer, Coach Corey, the you know basketball coach. It's yeah. Man, I'm different. I'm a different type of animal in both in both arenas. And, th- and I think you do. I've got yeah. to be that. Yeah, yeah, have to. Yeah, have to be that for sure. The skill, yeah. man. Skill well, drills. One of my pet peeves are too is like you have these guys that like have all these like dribble moves and hesitation moves. Yeah. And what I what I don't realize or what they don't realize is when they've actually beat the player. Yeah, they will beat the player. They will get the defender off balance. They'll get the defender in a bad place, <laughs> and they don't even recognize it because they're almost doing scripted moves. Yeah, and yeah. I, I still got to bring it back and go this way. No, dude, you got this guy off balance. He's about to fall. Just go by him and score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go yeah. by him, draw help, and find a pass. And that stuff drives me insane. I'll, I'll give you another jewel, uh, Jim, jewel, Jim. You know, uh, a lot of these kids. Now, listen, they will skill and drill themselves to death. Yeah, that's all it will be. It'll just be step back, side backs. You know, and 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 the game has evolved so much to the creativity is is so crazy now that that's what they'll do without their instinct. You know, like the instinctual stuff is really what makes a player great when they're doing it, and you could do it in game. You know, so yeah. get, well, it, get it's actual functional skill. Yeah, like having like having skill for skill's sake. For sure, you know, go do YouTube videos and whatever. But if you want functional skill that impacts defenses, that wins games, it, it's really a, a much more refined thing and very simple too. That's, that's, that's so the simplicity. I, I teach very simple stuff. It's awesome. footwork, yeah. hand placement. You know, it's 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 simple. That's that's the reason I'm able to like I like I you know, I laugh with all my guys. Like I'm not as fast as I used to be. I'm definitely not as young, you know, like, but for some reason I can step on the court and be effective at with any level of player. It's yeah. because, again, I just know how to get open. I, and so that's what I try to convey uh, to, to, the, to the kids I work with. You know, yeah. even college guys. Some and and that's, that's so critical because just it, I think so many 
players and I, I associate that their trainers probably don't get it. Yeah. And they're not really, you know, connecting this to functional game movements. Yeah. And you just have this, you know, disjoint between, you know, skill and, and functional basketball. And listen, I, I would say, like, I'm even coming into my niche with it. That's why I like the kids I get, you know. Of course, I would love to jump into it and have those five five-star guys right away. You know, but the kids that I've been attracted to and also have the have had the privilege to coach have been kids that just never picked up a basketball. And so for them to call me and say, Coach, I made my J V team, like for me that's that's rewarding. You yeah, know, it so is. It is. so to get the kids when I get them is and the type of kids I get, I've truly learned to appreciate them and also I feel like it brings a lot of value to what I do. Because you sure. know, cause in, in this listen, this is become somewhat saturated everybody wants to train it's a you know for it is a great way to make a living in some instances you know but carving out your lane what makes you different from trainer a to trainer b you got to kind of go through the woes of just training and i feel like over the last you know since you know last may when i really dove in you know i was like man this this can be my lane it's taking taking these kids that no, for you sure. I really need this type of teaching. I, I think that's what it's all about, finding that lane, finding that niche, and just really knowing how, being self-aware of how you can get better. And, 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 and also you're getting the kids, like you said, at a not, not necessarily the age, but getting them at a good skill level. Skill level, yeah. To where yeah. you can mold them to what you want to be. But what's funny is I think about that saturation thing all the time. And, man, let me – Every it's billions of people on earth. Every line, everything you <laughs> yeah. want to do is oversaturated. Podcasts are oversaturated. Yeah. Coaching, nursing, whatever you want to get yeah. into, it's a yeah. good chance it's probably going to be oversaturated. It's about how much work you put in, how much you really love what you're doing, yeah. and, 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 and do you love it enough to improve every time you do it? You know, Man, what I'm saying listen. every new player you get. You know Ooh, what I mean? Listen, because listen, a left hand layup or right hand layup are going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I, I feel like. How you motivate, how you, you know, I got yeah. the three C's. You're like, I'm going to make them comfortable, I'm going to build their confidence, and then we're going, they're going to gain some consistency. There you go. You know, so, okay. like, so like, it's like, you know, the first thing is, you know, my friends say I'm a, I'm a disarmer. And you know, when you're around big camp, like, we, I don't care if I just met you a minute ago, you know me for a month, like, we're going to laugh, we're going to be real relaxed around me. I think and with a lot of kids that, that, that eighth to ninth grade, it's, you know, get them to, hey, listen, I'm still cool. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I got the Riz. I just fi- I just figured out what that was. <laughs> you know, with the Riz. I got some game. You know, like, you can see I got, you know, I- I'm 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 relatable to where it's like, listen, I'm, I'm young enough to still kind of talk to you a certain way, but I have enough experience and I've earned your respect and I'm old enough to be like, listen, I'm coach still. You know what I mean? No, so, for sure. For and so sure. once I break down that comfort wall, Man, then then you want then once you see the confidence growing the kid, that's when they really start locking in because they swag it up, they start making shots. So you make an adjustment, and literally after you make that adjustment, they switch the shot. Confidence level goes up, yeah, no, and it validates man, what you do, you know. And then yeah. at that point, now it's just I tell them, if you're only gonna show up one two sessions, or if you're only gonna do this when you're with coach, then your your success rate goes down substantially. Yeah. I did, so that's why I say what we do is we just kind of build the foundation for you. It's your job to kind of build the layers to your and house. Put, and put that work in. Put yeah, that work I mean, in for so sure. So to your point, it's like I, I agree. Like, man, it, it's all about what you put in. Once you find your lane and you run, 
you running it, you running in that lane to 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 your souls, you know. <laughs> no, nah, wear sure. off. Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. Once again, this is the information to the skills camp. Yes, sir. You guys can check it out. Uh, uh, <laughs> there goes the, the the cash app name. <laughs> there goes the location. You have all the dates and all of that good stuff. Appreciate you. And then we'll Thank get you. you guys going for sure, for sure. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to our number one and fir- very first sponsor, Overkink.com. Uh, don't forget, overkink.com has all, and I do mean all of your bedroom needs. Oh, Are you staying Lord. kinky? Is the <laughs> uh, you know we just Valentine's Day has passed, uh, but don't let that be the only time. Yeah, that you love. It perpetuates the nonsense of Valentine's Day. It does. Come you want to be dropping kinky sex year round. <laughs> That's We're not just holding that shit up for the 14th of February. No. Hey, look, man. I, look, I, I'm married, <laughs> and, we, and we do a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you use promo code Bubba They P. have a whole section for couples, Corey. Get on there. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Get no, the listen, wife on I there. knew y'all was the real deal, bro, when, uh, man, but when y'all was talking about the, uh, <laughs> the positions. Oh yeah, <laughs> I said, man, these guys really get to it because yeah. it's not done, it's not done in like a click. It wasn't done in like a clickbait or it was like really, like we was giving real good yeah, takes yeah, on that stuff. Into it, man, this is so this is do. home of sports music and mayhem. We I talk sports, it, we talk man. music, really and mayhem can be man. a little bit of anything or everything at that time, man. Whatever, whatever is because the idea behind the show is. Is the guys in the locker room, the guys on the bench, you know, they talking about some of everything, man. Facts, yeah, no, you know for that. sure. <laughs> yeah. The combos and group chats and locker rooms is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> man. It could be anything, man. But uh, I know one thing that's trending right now is the all-star participants, NBA yeah. all-star participants have been dropped. All right, so you got the skills challenge, three-point shootout, and slam dunk. Uh, I thought what's interesting about the skills is Giannis – they're coming back with the team, Giannis <laughs> and his two brothers. They've been killing it, though. Like, they, they, they were doing good. I think they fell short last, last year, year in yeah, the championship. But uh, I still think that it's dope that they're coming back. And, it's, it's it, you know, he's Giannis. He can do whatever he wants to. Who <laughs> cares that his two brothers are – I don't think they get much NBA minutes at all. No. <laughs> um, they take a lot of DNP CDs. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to be rick, uh, rooting for the rookies here. Probably most people in Orlando will with Paulo and um, Jabari and, and Jalen there. I think they have the right things to get it done because you have to be able to hit that three ball. That's the big one. <laughs> that's, that's, what that, challenge. that's the problem with the, uh, the Antetokounmpo. Yes, 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 yes. It's always that three. That's, that's what right, happened that last thing. year. I was surprised it. they made it as far as they did, but it's that three man that's going to do it. I'm rooting for him anyway. I'm team Greece. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I think we've seen a shift, man, over the last few years to where the three-point shootout is really overshadowing the slam dunk oh, contest. Yeah. Oh, the skills easily. one. Yeah. Easily. They probably should change the time. Like, they, they need three to make the three. Last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most exciting. They have to own our – they have to with the, uh, earn our viewership back with that dunk <laughs> Well, that, the crazy thing, though, it was yeah, not yeah. – I mean, it wasn't too many years ago that we had was Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. And that was and uh, those top were, three those were time. incredible. Yeah. I mean, those were as good as any contest we ever had. But still, like – if you're not at that crazy level, it's almost garbage. Yeah, it's just not that yeah. that, that thing like that. It's, it's not, but but you know we've been here before. We we've, we've had down years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then man, somebody come like Zach Levine came. They out came out of nowhere because before that we had a few years of oh, what are we doing with the dunk contest? Yeah. And then here comes Zach and and Aaron. Yeah, and, and think now about what that did for Aaron's career though. I mean, I know yeah, yeah, really no, like, it did good. You it see did, what I'm saying? It did like really that. good for him. Like he's it did really good for loop. both of them, really, because I don't. I, Zach Levine, he's a he's a polarizing player. You either like him or you don't. Facts. <laughs> well, no, but but I, I as a game player, I agree with you. But I yeah. think that the what the dunk contest did is it 
gave him just a broader like ability. Both, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it was just cool, man. Hey, that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I that said, I'm I'm not particularly fired up about this. You got Jericho guy. Sam's. Now I'm gonna tell you something, Mac. Mac, Mac is a guy. The, the, 76ers signed him to a two way deal. Yeah. Yeah, don't sleep on the white guy, Mac. Man, that's I am I'm surprised say. that Mac's not in the league as a bench player. Because man, he gets buckets. I man. know, but and he's, he's not. He's not a bad playmaker. To me, he's an ideal like backup guard. Oh, yeah. and I'll tell I'm, you I'm what. A little baffled. I don't by know if you saw playing. the last comments of because uh, he was last with Golden State's camp yeah. and Steve Kerr basically said that um he just he's a scoring guard who he, he's, but he doesn't score at that elite level as the other like if you for a scoring guard to come off the bench ideally that's going to be like six man role Jamal Crawford yeah. this and that yeah. his game is more he's like he's on a lower level of scoring and being able to assist the ball and, and get the, yeah, the and team I, in I, and I, I understand where Steve Kerr's saying is that he's kind of a score first guy yeah but I but and I agree I, he's not that score first guy right but I still think he does a lot with energy and athleticism that that to me makes him a valuable bench piece yeah and maybe I, not as I your you know, six too? man the the league needs a white, a white boy, like, <laughs> like, but a white boy that because like Mac that can play boogies a little bit differently. You know, yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and he he's always even the, for for his high school career, like he just has kind of that swag. You know, oh, he got him. tons of swag. Yeah, yeah. and his, his confidence, he's a little and bit braggadocious. It's really so. that's really why I'm saying be careful with him. Just not picking in the dunk can, contest. And he can get up. Though. It's gonna be his swagger, man. Yeah. I think that's what's because you got to have a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, he for has. The he has the it. I I I think Jericho Sims is Jericho ridiculous. Sims. Okay, I think he wins. That's Freakish though, like he's one of the guys. He's like what six ten six eleven with like a forty seven inch vertical. But it, it's look, crazy. it looks crazy. It's yeah, like it's the white ish, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. in terms of like he, he's six ten, but I really I really get up there. It looks crazy. I'm not just dunking because I'm six ten. Like yeah. Now now now, what about this three point shootout? We all fancy ourselves here on this Ooh, on this bench here, some decent oh, shooters. Listen, for sure. So 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 you got Jason Tatum, you got Kevin Herter, uh, Tyler Hero. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, that's interesting to me. Very, he's a, he's a good percentage three point shooter, but he's but low not volume. A, not a, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Um, um, uh, Buddy Hield, um, Damian Lillard, Anthony, shout out to Anthony, man, Portland Trailblazers, Altamont guy, and Lauren Marketing. I'm going with Anthony. I, I got to go with Anthony. Too. Yeah, that's Lamar's guy. Because Coach Lamar, that's that's his guy. Yeah, man. you got to so go with him. I'm not going to be the only guy to not pick Anthony. Yeah, I gotta go with Anthony. <laughs> but what I will say is, 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 is Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill is my second. These are his guy. types of tournaments here, man. Yeah, you know, you know what it is like. Like, it's it's really something that Dame Lillard should need to win. Oh, because he's the biggest player in that group. Uh, yeah, Tatum. Tatum. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Tatum's bigger. No, but, you, but, you're, but you're right. But but yeah, yeah. I'm, he has know, a big profile. He, he ain't gonna win a title, so you might as well win a three point <laughs> contest. <laughs> yes, we have some lovely. Con- I mean, Jason Tatum might win a title. So, Tyler Hero fits this 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 standard thing that they have every year of the scorer guy who can shoot it. Yeah, but he's really he's not a scorer. really a shooter. Yeah. And those guys, yeah, those guys, they never really fare well. They always disappoint. They always disappoint. But you know. And I, I don't know what to think of Tyler Zabber. I'll be I'll be surprised if he makes it past the first round. I really would. But yeah. you know what? But Those are the guys that go with like first round, go crazy, get yeah. you know. Yeah. But but I'm going with Anthony and then Buddy Hill with a with a you know the backup. Backup. backup is there you go. There you go. Well, we'll see. We'll and see I, I like I like and respect Jason Tatum for getting in this. Yeah. 
because it, it hasn't necessarily been something for the, I mean, like Steph's done it and whatever, but like he's clearly the biggest best player in this thing. Yeah. But yeah. but but like Bubba said earlier, man, the three point, that's the one my wife watches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Because, no. you know, Steph has been like, we, we watch that and then. We just pray, oh Lord, let them make some dunks in the dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course, like, and then of course, like, as like that's you said the bar. Let's hopefully yeah, they make like, some. Dunks. Let's make some dunks. Man. You know, like, but you you know what though, like, makes the dunk thing worse though, is when the guys go into these like elaborate pre-dunk things. Yeah, and then it misses. and then you miss a dunk. Like yeah. you can't do that. No. You gotta like, make it because yeah. because you, your God is right there. Yeah. Your God is like, if you make this, we with you. Yeah, you done this whole ten minute thing. And it's like you can miss one too, but then you start missing four, yeah. five, and but then you I, end up doing a windmill. I'm like, oh. I still think it's one of those things. Like if if I was doing it, first round, I just come out and just kill the dunk. No nonsense. Just make it. If I, I get it. rolling and I get to the finals, then maybe I go into the bag with a little, maybe I have a little costume or something that you know, like outside the box. Don't do that crap in the first round. Yeah. It depends. It, uh, what type of guy? If you got the bag. Are, are you the Vince Carter? Are you the Vince Carter? I'm telling you how to guy? be the right guy. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. man. I'm saying if you're that dude, if you're Vince Carter, Zach Levine, Aaron Good, I'm saying, like, you know, but if you're bad. that guy, you come out swinging out the bag like they did. You know no, no, I mean? I'm, not, I'm not talking about the, the – I'm saying not the actual dunk, the, but the, the – the showmanship nonsense. Oh, you know? oh I would let yeah. that build. Like, yeah. let me get out like, of the, the gates. Let the dunk be the dunk. Good ass dunks. And then to you start. get to the finals. Then you bring then out if the you show. Got something out, because you're already rolling like that. that. That's what uh, uh, listen, and not another uh, uh, underrated part of that. If you could just show how high you jump, especially like a Mac, like who's small, right? Yeah, yeah. If I could just show like the Nate Robinson effect. Like the yeah. fact that he's just up there. Spud Webb before him. Spud, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I remember Steve Francis, a, a, a DMV guy, when he went against Vince, his dunks weren't necessarily like the the most difficult, but he got up so high yeah. being six two six three. So sometimes, like so for uh, Sims, the kid, like him, if, if he, he just like that. if he could show that he can hit his head on the rim, like there's there's That'd a little still shots of him like. Looking in the room, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, so stuff like that in the dunk contest. Yeah. So it's like th- that could be one. Just make that, yeah, that first yeah, yeah. dunk, and yeah, then you get to that, that second round. People believe in you. Then we could go bring out the Kias yeah. or the yeah, Teslas, yeah. whatever you want to do, right, right, right. You know, to get us. But I remember like Cole Anthony like came out and like you know, he had this whole elaborate thing and he tried his first dunk in Timberland boots and like it, I think he missed it. He it's just like save us our fucking time already. No, no, no. Which no, I ain't gonna lie, dunking butters is tough. <laughs> but you would not know. That's a cultural thing. Like yeah, why yeah, that was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, like I don't know nothing about that. Like I don't know you how know, difficult butters? it would be. Oh man, but I don't, nah, I don't know. T- yeah, that's. T- I mean, Timberland boots is like uh, up north, man. That's what we call them, butters. You know right, right. But they, they like in New York. They, you know, they these big old boots. Yeah, they, like, yeah. they, they, they really construction boots. Yeah. So just imagine wearing like you know ankle weights and you know your shoes <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's no, it's no real give on. It's no air bubbles in them. Yeah, yeah there's nothing that helps. No yeah. So, and, then, and then again, so it was an odd too because I think he also had like his dash jersey. Yeah. On. And he's like in New York. I mean, he grew up in yeah, New York. So I, I know it. what he was trying to do, but, but, dude, but get into the contest. But and, don't do all that, then miss it. Right. You that's, that's, that's my yeah. point. Like, yeah, I would you. I would you. Gauge the dude. showmanship component. That's for sure. So we'll we'll see. That's going down this weekend. And we definitely room for Anthony there. Uh, once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast, Bubba Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. Yeah. We are available on all podcast streaming platforms, and I do mean all. 
All right, uh, big count. Now, what we, we normally do, we do a, uh, a thing we call Start a Bench with Coach Pink. And basically what we do is we give him 60 seconds to respond to some of the trending topics that's happening. Okay. And then after he's done, we kind of judge him on his comments here. This is you, B. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, Start a Bench with Coach I Pink. Don't like, listen, first of all, uh, viewers, these guys are the real deal. Because <laughs> you, you see, listen, as a, as a fan, you – you view it from a certain perspective, and then when you're able to experience it and watch it live, there's definitely a uh, uh, deeper appreciation for what you guys do. We appreciate that. No, you for know, sure. For that. sure. All right, Pink. I'm watching B. Let's go, B. I'm watching B. <laughs> Let's start with uh, Black History Month. Start a bit. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite month. Got of the year. <laughs> my favorite month. What do you got to say? My favorite no, month no. Of the year. <laughs> so uh, this we're actually a week, a week, a week behind on this. But a New York school, uh, we were just talking about New York. It was it the serve the? Yeah. <laughs> so they came out and apologized for like a fourth or fifth time because yeah. um, they had a lunch in first, plan. First four apologies were yeah <laughs> declined. <laughs> they had a regular lunch in plan of a you know sandwich and apple and, uh, and juice and all that good stuff and it was somebody's bright idea the day of first day of black history month first day though that they were served chicken waffles and watermelon oh. to the kids of this <laughs> of this school <laughs> what do you say about that this is one of those incredible things that you're like how the hell does this happen? Yeah. Like, yeah. who's overseeing any of this? Yeah. Like, is I mean, is this just like, you know, somebody had like a, what they thought this? was a good idea <laughs> and nobody vetted it? Nobody discussed it? Yeah. You know, or was this just done intentionally to be blatantly racist? Like, wh where's the origin of this and how does it get through? Facts. You know, we've got all these things that, that like, you know, are supposed to checks and balances. Yeah. Like, they don't exist at this school. Just one guy makes a bad decision and we all live with it. I, it's it's phenomenal, man. It's just it's completely tone deaf, man. It's crazy. No, it's, it really is. All right, so um, uh, Westbrook started bench. Well, let's can we cut him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, Westbrook. Well, uh, so Shams is reporting that the buyout market is uh, slow moving. Yeah. Uh, the the Clippers and Bulls are the two teams that are expected to 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 make a um make a move at them. It, and it also was reported today that um, Miami, that, uh, Miami yeah. uh, may take a look at them, and that oh, also Jimmy. the team is allowing Westbrook to talk to them and see what um what options are available for them. But just a little slow. What what if you are one of those three teams, Bulls Heat. Or Clippers, would you would you make a would you make a move for Westbrook? If I was the Bulls, yeah, because nothing matters. They suck. Might as well uh -huh. go with him. If I'm those other two teams and I hold any aspirations of of winning, I, I don't. I just stay uh -huh. off of it. I, uh -huh. I don't see that he comes into either one of those teams and significantly moves the needle. And I and I would just take a pass. Mm. The Heat is interesting because can he fit in that culture like can that can that culture kind of fix what he is as as a personality? You know I, I, mean? I would say this. I think there's a better chance of him hitting into or fitting into the Heat culture if he signed in the off season mm. and goes oh. to camp with the Heat and goes through the grind with the Heat because the Heat culture is work. And I'm not saying that Russell, Russell Westbrook's lazy, but that work, like we talked about with skill development, it's not done during the season. Yeah. Uh -huh. During the season, it's shoot arounds, film, travel, game. And that's all you do, but that 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 work is put in in the off season and getting guys together and buying in and, and you know trying to be the first guy at the facility and all that stuff. So if he if he signed there in the summer, 
I, I like the idea a lot more. Time. Now, uh, but it's time, but really quickly there, to show to, to tell you that how great of a point that is, one of my best Kyle Lowry stories, he was traded to the Heat midseason. Yeah. And everything was hunky-dory. They, they did, you know, they did okay and, and made it. In the offseason, he was, he, he was, you know, it was a surprise, such a shock to him because they gave him this offseason plan to where he had to cut down his body percentage fat. And he came back the next year crazy. <laughs> and, really you know what I mean? Because he had no idea that was coming. Yeah. You know, he, he hadn't yeah. had to do that his whole career. And we know Kyle Lowry, he's not a fat guy, but he carries around some extra pounds for a point guard at his, you know, at his high level. He's a little fluffy. He's a professional yeah. athlete in the NBA. He's a fat guy. Yeah. He's, 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 he's I mean, by, by standard. Fluff I mean, puff. If he's sitting at this table, he's a skinny guy. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I've been struggling since Christmas. <laughs> I've been struggling since Christmas. <laughs> so I got to get back, man. I've been struggling since 35. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some uh, rap love here. Start a bench. Rap love. I'll take it. All right. So Lil Durk, a Chicago artist, he actually went on social media and mm. um, and tagged his ex and basically was saying, oh, you know, I shout out to <laughs> India. She, you know, she really made me the man I am today and I got a lot of love for her, but... And India responded back like, you know, basically she wasn't down with that. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? Respect boundaries. Uh, obviously, she's with another guy. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> that that so is what, a that is a trash ass move right there. For by who? On who by, her. Her. by no, her? By him? No, by him. By him. By oh, him. Okay. I I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it's already gone. Yes. Yeah. If you're gonna, you know, talk to somebody and get back together, you gotta talk to them, not social media. <laughs> you know that ain't gonna work. And then again, if she's known to be in another relationship, that is disrespectful and stupid. Yeah. So that's like a three-way L for him. It is. So Only three-way. He's gonna. Not, <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna <laughs> ask because this because this makes me even more pressed. So you you're answering these questions not necessarily knowing a lot of like context. To None mind. of it. No. And you were like that, you know. You understand for the culture that was a really good answer. Hey, man. But he does that like on a weekly basis. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, man. It's just uh, these guys get off the bench. <laughs> Put them in the game, coach. Hey, <laughs> All right, um, let's go with um, uh, Chief started bench. The champions, man. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Give love. I got two pictures here, but the the real one I really want to talk about Jerry McKinnon here. Of course, he could he had the opportunity to score a touchdown. Oh man. Uh, with the minute left. Yeah, and he kind of, you know, basically took a knee, if you will. Yeah. So more time could elapse off the bench. Now, this is the Super Bowl. This is his first time in the Super Bowl. Uh, and he's one of those minimum guys. So who knows if he'll ever come back or be with the Chiefs again or go back to another Super Bowl. Yeah. That was his opportunity to score, to score a touchdown yeah, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Pink, what are you, what are I you, saw that uh, that post on social media. I thought it was stupid. Which post? The, the whole thing of, hey, he could have scored a touchdown, whatever. Everything that you're saying I think is stupid. Mm. You're a professional football player. You show your professionalism by making game-winning plays when it matters. And that's a, that's that was a game-winner right there. Shout out mm. to him. And he get more love from his team off Hell that yeah. Hell than to yeah. say, oh, I, I won touchdown. Yeah. One and, and he got touchdown. he got a, a ring off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm you good. won the, the Super Bowl. It don't get bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, forget you, that. You, you, here's the thing. Oh, you, you could tell your kids that you scored a Super Bowl in the touchdown. You could show them the ring. Yeah. You could die and give them the ring. <laughs> like, it, it, that's and, it. And say game that over. my unselfishness. Was the reason we won? Yeah, you, like you know what I'm saying, like, it's, and, and that's that. I mean, go, okay, go ahead and take that down. Well, okay, you get to pass that on to your kids. Come on, you get man. to pass it on to your grandkids. Yes, sir. This is how you win. Come on, this bro. is how you bring value BP. to a team. My Not Lord. getting a 
cheap touchdown when they're letting you score. <laughs> I hate when they bring out like autistic people and old people oh, and they let right. them score. That's time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you. I got the, I got the, you know, I got to pull it back when we when Plays we get to the final. Earned, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> ben Simmons started bench. Oh God, God. I really want to bench. Him. <laughs> I, I know it's we might. Decision, I know we might trigger you. No, it's, it's, I, I want to bench you. I think he's at this point. He's he's literally Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant. Okay. Wow. Let's bench him then. Uh, last one is, is Chris Brown. Breezy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if you you know or not, but Chris Brown uh, uh, training on social media. It was actually a UFO. It was a UFO sighting. Oh, Jesus. Which triggered his. Which this triggered his. Uh, <laughs> no, this is not about. <laughs> it. Let it be about the music and bitches, man. <laughs> UFOs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, fun fact, I thought I saw one coming here tonight, man. I swear to goodness. Yeah. It's like, because, you know, I, I, I live right by the Sanford Airport. Yeah. And, man, sometimes you're like, the way they're just moving, I'm like, bro, that's a, that's an alien right there. No. But, but most of the time, just a plan. So. I am so not into the I'm supernatural. It's ridiculous. But Chris Brown is. Oh, no. Let me down. <laughs> I've been such a fan. So no to UFOs. Y'all don't believe in aliens or nothing? No, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Area Fifty One bubble. You don't believe it? It's a real. Yeah. Thing? I, I mean, I think it's other uh, life forms for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 All right. That's what I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like until I got to deal with them, they don't matter. There's another version yeah, of pink somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that doesn't bother you. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm running this version. Man. Nice. Nice. I ain't worried about two point <laughs> All right. So that does it here. Um. Let's see here. We talked about. I kind of agree with everything. It's not, it was nothing outrageous that you said there. I do believe there's other life forms, though. Um, I think on the Westbrook thing, I think, I think the um, the Clippers could use them. They don't have any playmakers on that roster. They get, they off, they've already given up on Wall. Um, Which was crazy. To send it back to Houston was yeah. cruel. That was like that was cruel. Really insulting. Yeah, yeah. They benched really Reggie early in the season, so you know Reggie's not the answer. He's just having a tough year. And they now they do, they they've been doing this hodgepodge of Paul George and what's the young guard they have? What's his name again? Uh, Terrence Mann. Yeah, they've oh, been using those two as point guards, and they're not point guards. Right. So they basically they have none on the roster. Can I ask you? Do you think the 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 fit doesn't work due to more skill or more personality with client? Westbrook? With Westbrook the fit there? Um, or other <clears throat> team? Because I know yeah, even yeah. even even in Miami, do you think yeah. it's more fit? Like. I'm, personality or he doesn't have a skill that really helps those teams i think it's a combination of both i just think at this point in his career he just brings a lot of baggage and i don't think that's just something that a team that you're gonna bring on here in february uh -huh. for a, for a playoff or title run I, yeah. I just don't think it's that that sort of situation and, and the other thing about it like psychologically you know westbrook has a certain defiance to him but there, he is unquestionably beaten down. Man, I, I mean, the last that. several years have been just horrific from, you know, again, psyche, he hasn't yeah. played, like, god-awful, but he hasn't played well, and he's been battered at every turn for it. Yeah. And you're not talking about a confident guy. You're talking about an insecure player. And I know he's a Hall of Famer, and that's great, but... You could still be an insecure player at that point. And you don't need insecure players in championship runs. It's mm. not a good mix. No, for sure. I, I, that's that's a good take. No, it is. It is. It is. No, that's good. That was a good segment there. Once again, Man, you're again bring, bring the, the fire bench. extinguisher out. Be pink some fire. <laughs> you are on the Bitch Podcast with Bubba and Pink. And we have Big Camp in the building yes, now. Yes, sir. 
Now, I want to go to this, my rapper NBA comparison. I want to hear what you got, man. All right. I have a few here. I, yeah, of course, you can't do everybody. But I took my time on this. Yeah. I really thought about it. And, 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 and this is what I came up with. All right. Talk so, to me. Did you, did you approach this with the criteria? Yeah, it's basically, okay, so rapper to NBA comparison, right? So it's not about if they look similar or whatever. <laughs> this is about where they're at in their career right now, Some of, and if they have similar qualities, similar qualities in their um, in their skill set and, 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 and where they're at in their prospective sport or game, all right? Yeah, yeah. That's what the criteria is. So to give you uh, my very first example here, and what and what this kind of got me to thinking about this, that Perk was on a podcast, Kendrick Perk was on a podcast recently, he was saying how Drake is Giannis. And that is my first comparison. I did hear that take. That okay. is my first, that's my first comparison because I really love that as a comparison. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So Drake and Giannis have a lot of similarities. Number one, they were both late bloomers. You know, everybody knows the story about Drake. Drake was going to studio to studio for somebody to sign him. He's going, he's traveling everywhere with his, you know, with his whatever, his, uh, 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 um, you know, audition songs, demo demo tapes. Nobody would sign him. Giannis went, you know, mid-late draft, mid-late first round. All right. And not only that, but he had a slow start to his career. You know what I mean? He, he didn't jump out of the gate as Giannis out okay. took right. about three or four years. I get that, but he's also, um, I think he was 18 years old and, and oh, came no, from no. playing in the basically the second division of Greece. Right. And, I mean, and, like he and, was and, 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 far and, off the map. Right. And yeah. so was Drake. <laughs> he didn't have right. any, like, you know, he, he Drake, I kind of, he didn't come out of nowhere because he had the acting career, but as far as music is concerned, um, no. they, they, that was that was. Similar. Can I take? I'm gonna take notes. <laughs> also, the level of dominance that they both have. Now, if you ask the average NBA fan, you're gonna get now. You're gonna get different answers about who's the best player in the NBA. Some people are gonna say Luca. Some people will say Giannis. Some people like me will probably say Embiid. Some people are gonna say John Morant. Like, there's gonna be different answers. Yeah. But one thing that you do know is that Giannis is the most dominant player in the NBA right now, and he's the most consistent. You're going to get consistency from Giannis. Same thing with Drake. Not a lot of people may not say Drake is the best rapper in the game, but he is the most dominant. He's on the most dominant run um, in, 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 in hip-hop right now. You know, he's... he's he's you Arguably know, in history. Yeah, him. arguably in history. But that, some that, people still that, may that say... Point. You remember that point. That's a good point. People still may say, oh, it's uh, Kendrick, or oh, oh, it's Cole, or oh, it's whatever. You got some crazy folks that Sweet, may say man. future. You know what yeah, I mean? So okay. you got all these different okay. answers. So that's my, my comparison. I, I, I really like that based off dominance and how they both came out of the gate a little slow. I'd add another component. I think both guys have a, sort of a general likability. Yeah, general that, that, you know, okay. it, it, it's hard to hate either guy. Yeah, like you know, you might not like every song, you might not like, you know, that he can't shoot, but like, I think they both go about about this thing in kind of like almost like a pure purpose way, mm-hmm. and I, I and that leads to an authenticity, which leads to likability, and I like that, Bubby. You're off to a start. Keep taking making notes then. Right. So I'm, the I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what Big Camp does is, is rattle some things. Give up. me okay. give me pushback. So I'm so I'm I'm not mad. At the late bloomer, take that much. Drake really has had a. You gotta think. I, I, I this is a true story. My wife's not gonna like this, but she's probably forty. <laughs> we, uh, but uh, we we celebrated her like twenty sixth birthday party back when So Far Gone came back. So that's you know fourteen years ago. 
he's had a 14-year run at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe you think, okay, he he's not like a child rapper star, like Bow Wow or something like that. Like, he had an acting Lil career. Lil Wayne. You know, you know like, so, so, like, you got, so that that's why for your take I can understand it, but his run has been a long, like, he's had a 14-year career yeah. at the top. For so sure. I, and in comparison to parallel to career, like, Drake, if Drake was in the NBA, he would have more rings than Giannis would have. I think that's fair. You see, what I'm saying like, like, yeah. like, so Giannis has one. Yeah. You could, you, he's a champion. But, but if you compare like careers, <laughs> Drake's career has more rings per se. I wouldn't say that than what than what Giannis. I wouldn't would say. say that because if you ask, ask the culture and asking Drake fans are two different things, right? Because like me, if I come in, like if you ask how many classic albums does Drake have people are people people that's like the biggest you know argument to have like he he has no he has zero defined classic albums Ooh. but it doesn't mean he doesn't have any rings because he does it's, I got it's, you. It's, you know that's what I'm saying like Giannis has multiple MVPs and he has that one championship you know and and but Drake I'll I'll say his championships you know, and you know, putting quotes over that, it comes over his 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 his, his, his dominance over, you know, not necessarily an album that was classic, but you know, just about his number ones. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's ubiquitous. I mean, yeah. he's everywhere all the time. And I think that that, that <laughs> sort of undercuts the notion of album. Yeah. Because albums, like, you know, like the traditional formula for like classic albums, you know, you don't have any music coming out, you drop this album, and everybody kind of goes nuts over it. Yeah. And then, you know, that fades, and then you're probably quiet. Drake yeah. has literally just had a 14 year band of music. No, no, that's that's, that's true. And, and, that's and let me let me know. get to my others. I love the pushback there. Continue to do that no, if, I like if you it. can. I like it. So the next one here I have on the list is NBA Young Boy uh. to Trey Young, and, and this is why. Who? Both of their numbers are always off the charts. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I just don't believe in either one of them. I, I I don't listen Ooh. to NBA Youngboy. It's not it's not like I can't listen to three songs back to back to back. I can't. It's hard to watch a full Trey Young game because of the way he plays. It's 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 tough, and I don't. I can't seem to fathom or put my head around why they're at in their why they're at in their in their perspective. You know, lanes like, like NBA Youngboy is is always uh, he has get, always I, number listen, one in, in, get, in, in listen, views. This one and everything. I have no, I agree with you. That's a good one. And Trey Youngs is always near thirty. Is always near ten assists and all that. But it's just like empty stats, if you will. I think uh, both of those guys have empty stats. I, that's the that's the term I've been. It's like you know they're they're good. Like Trey, yeah, you know we know they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I get that. I don't, no pushback on me right there. That's a good one. I get, there's there's nothing transcendent good happening one. right at all. Yeah, and I like the empty stats. Very good. All right, all right. Next, this is might be. Finest hour. Uh, I'm trying. I, I took my that's time. A, that's I took a my good time one. with this. Okay, Nikola Jokic. Uh oh. And little baby. Now. Ooh. Okay. This is our first mixed race. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Hands <laughs> up. This is our first mixed race. Uh, 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 you know, alignment here. Yeah. Um, now here goes always, the thing. Always a dicey proposition. <laughs> <laughs> they are both uh c- consistent with their numbers. Um. But in big moments, eh, you know, you know, but, but 
they're you can make an argument that they're both number one, the, the best player, the best yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, you can make that argument, and their their respective fans will do so. But you're still somehow left empty. We're so still somehow wow. left empty when it really matters. Like Lil Baby's last two albums, his last album, it was so much. Um, um, you it know, got the critical. It was acclaimed. It was all that, but it it left you. Yeah, a little. it wasn't really that. Yeah, I like that. Same thing uh. with Jokic in the playoff run last year. But they're going to continue to be dominant. Going to continue to do numbers. It's more of a walk to the mailbox. <laughs> that wasn't much of a run. But right, I tell you, man, you yeah. surprise me every day, man. That's a good one right. for sure. Next one is you know I, this it's just it was very easy, but I had to do it. The baby and Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> The baby, the baby has completely fell off. Uh, I saw it was uh, yesterday. He, um, he's wow. dropping a new single, yeah. and it's god awful. It's really trash, and it's and it's almost sad, if you will, because he came into the game strong. He hit the game hard. We Man. were talking about this pre-show, me and Ant. And you know the baby came in hard. He was wearing diapers, but at the same time he was making <laughs> double one hits. And but he had one flow. And people were wondering, okay, are you going to add more to your, to your repertoire to your repertoire so you can last longer? How long is this wow. going to last? Ben Simmons, no jumper. He had one thing. He can go to the he can go to the rack. Yeah. And he started out. He came in number one overall pick. It was a lot of hype around him, and he just fell completely off the map. No evolution wow. from either guy. Wow. No evolution from either guy. And honestly, the, the the trajectory of their careers are very similar. Mm-hmm. Ben had that three, four-year run in Philly where it was boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And, and the baby had like a, a – especially during the pandemic, he got yeah. crazy too. So it was like from from that time, that's that, that might be the best one so far. Okay. All right. We ben Simmons and Bub, the baby. Bubba is finely tuned for shitting on Ben Simmons. <laughs> but, no, no, no. Look, I, he, can find, he can find, <laughs> I, I, listen, he can find can, a way in the start, dark. We can start because it's a, that, that's for me – I, mentally, it's mental. you know, I don't, yeah. I don't oh, like Oh, yeah, he's a broken guy. man. Oh, my God. He's yeah. a broken man. You know, but that's a good All one. Right. So Ben Simmons, the baby, you got an, an, another yeah. easy one. Kanye West, Kyrie. No, 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 no. Come on, that. <laughs> yeah, no, that one me. time. Yeah. But now this is a little, this is a little Ooh. easier. Both guys wildly talented. It, yeah, both guys wildly talented. But oh. they're 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 most known and most uh, uh, criticized for, for their off the court. <laughs> for their off the uh, uh. that too. <laughs> for their off the court, off the mic antics. I, I um, can't be mad at this one. I, you know, uh, so I, 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 I think that was. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a pretty decent one there. All right, next here. O- only, only, only push back with that. And okay. Again, I, with know, Kyrie and if Kanye? people saw me, they they would say Corey or you because Kanye's my guy. Okay, you know Kanye's saying, your guy. I'm a Kanye. Okay. Jay Z and Kanye are my two guys. Okay. Right. Okay. So, but Kanye's impact to the. So if you if we're talking present day, we said twenty twenty three right now on February fifteenth, I get it, you know, but Kanye's impact to the rap game yeah. far exceeds he Kyrie. Drake, he impacted. Yeah, like Kyrie yeah, yeah. has a so tree almost of if, almost the early part of his career would be Steph Curry and the rest of it would be Kyrie and Ben Simmons. Yeah, this la- this this last this last this last leg, I give you Kyrie. Okay, you know, just. It's crazy subject matter what they're both got in trouble for. See, I like, you know, I like, like but. I love Kanye from the first three episodes of Genius, and by um, the end, I had no use for him. Yeah. Mm. See, I, I, I always, I always, because I, I have a for the top three guys. I have, I, I've done this before. I always put Kanye with Kobe. Right. Just, just in terms of 
like mentality wise. You know what I'm saying? Like Kanye has always been about Kanye. I don't. Kobe's I, always, I, I wouldn't. That's do what that. I mean. That's what I, you know. I always put yeah. Kanye, Kobe. Drake, I have as that's why I want to hear down the road who you. Yeah, yeah, I got some more. Up. I didn't, I didn't. Um, but but you listen. I whether I give a pushback or not, I would tell you. There's one thing I I told you I love about you the, the 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 thoroughness. At least you're giving context because yeah, 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 each yeah, one yeah, I, yeah. I could definitely see why you put. Yeah, Kanye you know, definitely gets better guys early in his career, and we just talking about. But right now, Kyrie and Kanye, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. all. Just right now, just right now. All right. Yeah. Next, sure. I went to my guy, uh, Joel Embiid. Hey, Joel. And, uh, and I gave him Future. Oh, All right. This one. Okay. Now, now here, here, here goes the thing. <coughs> only, only Embiid guys are going to say he's the best player in the league. Right? You're not going to get anybody else to say that. Okay. Um, and the same with Future. Future has a cult, a cult fan base. And for whatever, you know, and, 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 he, and don't get me wrong, he's putting in tons of great work uh-huh. he's worked with some of the greatest artists and he also writes for a lot of great he wrote songs for Beyonce I mean like uh-huh. he also Rihanna. was a dope writer yeah, Rihanna sure. so he's he's at his place in the game for a damn good reason but he's not the best rapper in the game you know what I mean but but his cult fan base will lead you to believe that um, and also just about where they're at in their careers of of of, of dominance but not having defining moments um, that really that that can really say okay I can compare this guy to a great you know uh, Future has some some dope mixtapes he has some dope features and he's written for people you know just like you know whatever but whatever but he hasn't had a defining you know moment yet you know what I mean in hip hop so so only because again. The the cool thing about your list right now is like for instance Kanye and, and Kyrie you could you could make that comparison now, but in totality, Future is one of those guys where I have to be honest. Even though I'm not the biggest Future fan, and also March Madness is probably my favorite hip hop one of my favorite hip hop songs of all time, like a top three for me. Mm-hmm. But like he's one of those guys where you have to give credit for the hip-hop offspring he has had so you know so to i'm gonna push back more on the defining moment and will give you credit for like he has a cult following like but, yeah but his defining moment is the sound i don't know he, if we get that's another like, thing you know the, the, I don't, the, I don't, there's no there, there's no you know he, he but, but he, so like like hakeem to Embiid, i don't know if future is responsible for that offspring that that people give them because you've had funny. other you have like 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 for him it's it's it's, it's t-pain the future little uh, t-pain yeah. to little wayne to future yeah, like a lot yeah. of that offspring is from t-pain and wayne but they do give that to future for you know it maybe for good reason but it's not it's not you can't just 100 percent do that give that offspring I, yeah, to him i, I would i, I give you, you know that what i just like and although Embiid hasn't played long enough to have uh whatever offspring you know just like you can att- you can put kobe to jordan like that i got you he hasn't played long enough but akeem he, he got so much of his from game akeem. from akeem so you. if another player comes along like that do we say is is a king or MB? You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah that's so a good okay. Perspective. All right. So, at all. um, uh, <coughs> next, <coughs> another interesting <coughs> thing. I have uh, first of all, I have two left. All right. So right. this is my next to last. I have Twenty One Savage to Shea Gilders Alexander. 
Yes, another interesting one. Now, Twenty One Savage is a guy who he's been he's been putting in some work, a lot of good work over the last four to five seasons. He goes the thing about both, right? You think they're younger than they actually are. That's that's one thing. Uh, we still look at Shea as like one of these, you know, really younger guys, but he's been in the league for about five years now, mm-hmm. roughly. 21, he's not 21 no more. Like, <laughs> if, he ain't, if he ain't 30, he really knocking on it. 29 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, that's the thing about both of those guys. Now, 21 just, he won, uh, you know, he was artist of the year last year for 2021. He had, a, he had a really, really dope year. I think the same type of year that Shea is having this year. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just, you know, really good at, at what they do. All right. And they could be knocking on the next level of guys like for Shay for that Ja Morant for that guy you know and for 21 Savage he could be knocking on the door of a little baby and and, and Kodak and those mm-hmm. guys you know so that's 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 the reason for that comparison there I, I, I see the comparison yeah, that's disputed yeah that's yeah you've kind of one. you've put in some work yeah. you're a little bit more experienced in season than people might automatically assume mm-hmm. but at this moment that we're existing in you're kind of at a suboptimal level. Mm-hmm. You have levels wow. in front of you to attain. Yes, yes, got, got levels to take, and and, 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 and we recognize that. It's like yeah, you yeah. recognize twenty one. Like, that's why I mean the the collab he did with uh, Drake at the mm-hmm. top of in the last year, or might have came at the top top of this year. Well, it just recently, yeah, was good because it's like now you know Drake is gonna put him. So it's almost like if Shea gets traded to a big market, yeah, you know, yeah. so or, or, or sometimes if OKC it's all the gets a big name for agent. Yeah, it's you like if, if you get paired with another guy, now you get viewed in another light. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah, 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 for sure. That's, all a good, right. that's a good one. The last one I got for you guys is um, Devin Booker. Devin Booker to Lil Durk. All right, Ooh. now. Two, two bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, definitely not Dirk. But uh, yeah, I wait, know. Wasn't he the one that just had the bad hey, take? Listen, Dirk, I don't, I don't yeah, but that was a bitch take, man. Own that. Own that. Now I know they're both good. They are. They're both good. But I just don't see. They're both at a level where I don't agree with the level that they're on. Every time I watch or listen to those guys. Mm. Um, but the type of runs they can get on is so impressive. Like twenty, like in year twenty twenty one, just last year, Dirk was on a crazy, um, run of of features and songs that he had, and yeah, he, he had a, he had that um, mixtape with him and Lil Baby, and the same thing with Devin Booker. He gets on these runs where he can score seventy points. You know, you know, every season, since like once a season, he'll score like seventy or something like that, and he'll have like these. Kobe like runs where it'd be like a couple of weeks he'll get yeah, on like yeah, a two yeah. week run where it's like yeah, forty yeah, or more yeah. points. Devin you. Booker get on those and same thing with Dirk, but but he's not a superstar. Like Dirk is not little baby, all right. Uh-huh, and Devin okay. Booker is I'll not Jason you. Tatum. You know but he's a star. But there's there's stars. They're he's stars. a lower tier star. He's a low star. Yeah, yeah. because again, it's it, it's basically a lot of spurts for him. For sure, and it's not they sustained. And you drop okay, you drop Devin Booker on other like. He, how many wins is he worth? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that many. Because I mean, we honestly we saw it. He 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 was running the show in Phoenix for a long time by himself. CP and, comes and they were around. Trash. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I stand by my initial gut reaction. <laughs> Again, Dirk. So that's know, that's the that's the one. So which players. which ones you guys come away with? The the the, 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 the only the only one I give you the most pushback on is. Uh, the Drake and Giannis. Okay. okay. I, I feel like Drake has too many uh, wins in in the culture of hip hop. I think his his longevity 
You know, he's like Giannis is. How how long has Giannis been in the league? Ten, like eight or nine, eight, nine. Years. Yeah, so so like Giannis is on the. He's a veteran for sure, but like like Steph is on the other side of that his run. You know, like Drake is is in that same category where I don't, he, we don't know that though. I I think right with 14, 15 years of the game. Now listen, he's still putting out amazing music, still breaking yeah. records, which is why I'm saying if you look at his career trajectory, like he's, I'm gonna say like see, I've always said Drake is the LeBron. He's been in the finals, but you have those you have those years where Kendrick beats him. No, that, Dre, that, that, there was Cole a time I'll say that, but but his level of dominance is is much higher than than the than the level I put LeBron is. It's capable of right now, but definitely he's had t- times in that's his career all. where he was compared yeah. to LeBron. It's just that's the only one. He's Every, still the yeah. guy, and right now Giannis is you know the guy. For sure, I'm with, I understand that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but all no, the I other agree ones, with you though. The uh, the Trey Young was that was that was great. Yeah, that was really the, good. Uh, Trey Young can be a young boy. Yeah, yeah, that was. good. I was that's surprised great. you didn't have Jaw in there with any comparison. Yeah, it was tough with a couple of guys. I was trying to search for someone with Kodak, but I think I'm too close to that situation to, to come up with somebody <laughs> that's, that's ideal. And with oh, Jaw, I forgot. Yeah, you can, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jaw is another tough guy. Um, I I don't know what to make of him yet as an NBA player. I, I don't. Just don't. I, me neither. Yeah. And, and yeah, to compare yeah. him to a rapper right now, it's like if you, yeah, he's not really up and coming, but he's still right. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's. He's there, but he's not. It's like who do you? He, he's at a weird crossroads for me. Yeah. They, they've built this up to where he's, you know, he has a like a dedicated fan base. Uh-huh. He's on a very good team that that in some way feels like it should contend for titles. Yeah, he's been on the outskirts of the MVP discussion, uh-huh. but right now, over the next two to three years, what happens? Does he? Is this the ceiling for him? Yeah, that that Memphis is like a contending team that never gets to the finals or wins Can a title. I- and is he a guy that that everybody likes, respects, whatever, but is never a true MVP candidate? Can I make a make a hot take? Could, Absolutely, could he, that's why you're could, here. could he be considered the the Trey Young of the West? No, he's, he's better be, than that. Better, but what I'm yeah. but but skill wise, obviously, I'm gonna pick Jaw. Like you know, but what I'm saying is. Is he just gonna be in the playoffs every year and not? Well, Trey's well, not necessarily in the playoffs. I was about to say year. now, Trey. Yeah, okay. that Atlanta team is, and, yeah. and, and and he has he has a lot of help. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like if you look at it just roster for roster, I mean Atlanta has a better roster. I mean you know you got Dejounte Murray over there. That's another star. Yeah. Um, and and you have you have uh the the Capella who's probably a little bit past his still prime. Still got Collins, but you yeah. got Collins. Yeah. yeah. So they got a nice team, and they're still. Well, and I guess more so not not not, not, not skill level. level. It's like. You know, I think that the, there's always these teams that are always going to be in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like but, again, not, but not really. Atlanta was that for a while. You know, you had. But see, a, you I don't. Know, I don't sorry. see Atlanta as a team that was in the mix. They had the one, run, one little run with Trey. Uh-huh. I mean, they were in the mix. You know, when they had Coach Bud, like. Eight years ago, yeah, and they had that solid. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, team. yeah, the Kyle Corbett. Yeah, they would always get to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And that's Kyle what I mean. Horvitz, How about that? That type but of team. But the Trey Young right. Hawks are not there yet. Yeah, this yeah. is one playoff appearance. You're right, and a bunch of overhyped. And, ja, and Ja has got there a lot earlier. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. Ja, I mean, Ja feels like a contender. I mean, they gave the Warriors problems. For like, sure, I got they're you. They're number two, I think, at the moment in the West. You're right. They're up there. Yeah, they're, I, they're, I, they're, I they're top three or four, and, and it's so close. Like one loss can bump you down, but yeah, they're there. They're Facts. there. What about Ja as a gangster? Oh yeah, my that's, God. that's that was that's, silly. That was that's crazy. Silly, but he, just he, silly. He, he he came out and denied it, but it's so many different like. Uh, Outlets and, and and people who are close to the situation are saying that it's it's it's, it's some it's truth true. to that. You know but I mean? he, I mean, 
I remember last year, like I think it was after the playoffs, like he kind of had, like he had some Twitter dispute with a guy, and he kind of went yeah. to like the guns and stuff. And it's just like, I don't, and I loved it. You all see that the thing where they they spoofed him with uh, Eminem from Eight Mile. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that yes. shit was genius. <laughs> but like, I just, I just think for him, that's such an unnecessary thing. Listen, all of them is so unnecessary. It's, it's, it's dumb. He's a millionaire. He could be the face of the league. He could be a superstar. But when you take a guy out of the hood like that, you, you it's hard for somebody to it's hard for him to allow somebody to talk to him any kind of way. But is like, he a true hood guy? I don't know. That's that's what the, the, that's honestly, what they're trying to say because he come in a two parent household. And this, yeah, this, and but 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 even but even so, listen, it's, the, it's, the whole disrespect thing. I'm I'm a big proponent of no disrespect, but I feel like you get to a certain level. Where it's just not, you know, it ain't not, worth it. It's not yeah. worth it. In but but, but you know, he's you got young. so much. No, and, and that's the thing but, you don't want to discount. That's the component, and, and it Again, don't matter he about played, if he's, he played a couple years of college. Yeah, and he's been in the league a couple years. He's past. We're young. No, no, that goes for yeah. a while. He, but no, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, it's not an age on thing. Those type of decisions. It, it, I know. I'm saying Fact. age. There I'm saying. Go. I'm saying age, and it is. I am. I did mean age, but but it's also about your mindset. Mentality. It's all about mentality. But at the same time. Like you just, but you know those type of guys, and I'm saying it's dumb. I'm not accusing. I'm not I, right. I, I get taking up for him. It's dumb, but you, it's it's a certain way. And also back to the, is he really a hood guy or not? It's 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 hoods all over the United States of America, and I'm I'm I, I got to a certain because when you're young too, you be like, oh, you know, uh, uh, whatever. It's like especially when you're in college, you got all these guys from New York or from Chicago, this and that, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, upstate New York, they ain't no it's hoods yeah, everywhere, yeah, man. Yeah. It's right. hoods everywhere. But, but what, There's I mean, guys that are, and but I'm saying the importance of that is the importance of that is you attach yourself. If guys say, oh, you. Bitch ass motherfucker, whatever you coming in the My lane, bad, um, you you. <laughs> but if they saying that to him, right? You know, it's just I don't I, I don't know how to explain it. Carmelo, you remember Carmelo back in the day when Carmelo was young, he he would get into MKG, disputes and altercations yeah. like yeah. MKG. No, with you, and he went after the game. He went over to the, the KG no, side I'm with you. the KG bus. Listen, there, that's, there, that's but that all right. I think that's, that's different than different than what, what he's having gun like or having having like, like that, shooters like, there. With he him. has this like it, it's it's like a weird juvenile thing. And again, I don't know. Maybe I'm overly influenced by the by the you know by the. Uh, clear connection of his father mm. I mean your father's there he's everywhere Fact. he's not telling you what the hell are you doing yeah or, or you're not smart enough to listen to that with everything on the line yeah you know it's this is not a guy this is not LeBron James yeah who yeah. handled this way better but LeBron didn't have a father in the picture yeah you know his mom had a rough time like that I you know the fact I mean again go how great he is but that's the thing but your job you have your parents your dad's there like literally with you all the time oh, and well, nobody's well, listen, doing that I mean that's to me that's just a character flaw and also listen the other thing is yeah. it's kind of going to tie into even how we start on this conversation is you got to be mindful of the company you keep you know, to even have people in your circle at this moment in this part of your life that can even do stuff like that. It's like, but you know how and it's another thing. Yeah, you know what he's know. thinking? He's like, yo, like, 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 um, it's like you don't want to be the guy who does that because those guys off because it's like, oh, you know, okay, Jai yeah. ain't from where we from mm -hmm. no more. Like he just I'm with he you. moving different. Like that's and and, 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 it's, and it's and it's and it's dumb to keep that. I understand, but that's I can't. But understand. it's a reality. It's, it's reality. Right. It is what it is. It's and, and the truth is, moments like these are an instant eye opener. But he needs guys like Antoine Walker. Like Antoine Walker mm. went bankrupt. 
because he used to fly with all his boys from the hood to all these games, and and they he would fund the hotel with all the girls and the powder yeah. and the cocaine and all this. But, but and we he have, went broke behind that. But we like, have said like this. That. We have said this several times: is that this generation of NBA superstars has been remarkably good at not being that generation of NBA superstars. No, it's true. Up and down more the board. More opportunities for sure. Like Yeah, but, but up and know. down the board, you look at the personal conduct of most of the upper tier guys in the league. Mm-hmm. It's been and pretty it's solid. pretty damn solid. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know why? Because they understand the bag. They, yeah. We're in to protect the bag. The bag is the bag different, culture. too. The bag and that, is and that's what, different. Like, and again, I don't know exactly what Jaws upbringing 40, and how hood million. or not hood he is. Jeez. But like he's, you know, he's just like letting some stuff happen around him yeah. that doesn't need to happen. Yeah. No, that's for that's sure. So, it, 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 unfortunately, it's a part of the game. Stuff like this is again one of those quick, quick uh, detours. Like, hey man, it, 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 the bag could be gone real soon. Some stupid talk to Gilbert Arenas real quick. <laughs> you know, like. Right, right. But speaking of of of, of, of brands and, and and things of that nature, man, yes, we sir. have Chase the Feeling CTL. There you go. Now the brand owner's talking. <laughs> so talk about this, this this brand that you created. Is anyone else in in, mm-hmm. in on it? And what no, does it just, mean to you? So it's just me. Of course, I have Lil Camp. That that's my ambassador, my manager. Uh, but uh, um, you know, I coach. Um, I produce, do music production, also. You know, so this whole entrepreneur thing is something I really uh, um, kind of ad- adopted. Um, but the the Chase the Feeling brand, it it is uh, rooted in uh, not just finding your purpose, not just finding your passion, um, but the the actual feeling you get from doing what you love. Like I I used to always, and to this day, the the saying, um, find what you love to do, and you'll never work a day in your life. You know mm, what I mean? It's like yeah. that's what I always wanted. I wanted that feeling of to be able to get up and genuinely do what I love to do, make money from it, and that's my life, you know. And so, yeah. I truly believe if people adopt that mindset of, you know, again, not just finding your purpose and your passion, which is a is a big thing nowadays, which is great. But it's like, man, if I chase after that that feeling I get <coughs> from doing what I love, I truly believe we'll be happier people, be less stress. Um, just more driven and positive all around. And then the other cool part of that is, again, like me, you know, I start out in basketball. From basketball, I develop a, a passion for music. For the music, I just say, hey, let me do a brand. Like it, I, I, The feeling in each one is the same. You know, the the task may change, but the feeling I, I, I feel from doing all three of those is the same, and I, I just choose to chase it every day. So the motto is never stop chasing. And so the other the other crazy part is, the brand has probably been the hardest thing for me to have success at. You know what I mean? Like training, I'm so I'm so blessed every day I think about it. But that that went off fast. You know, just because I mean I, I coach and I actually still play. Oh my bad. And I still I still play. You know, so I was able to show people early that okay I can coach. I can do this. You know. Uh, music, you know, I can I can put on a track and instantly, you know, okay, I could, you know, and then and, and then, but the brand, it's it's so much that goes into having a successful merchandising brand. I've I've had to learn how to run a business, you know, for real. So, but I I always laugh because I pigeonhole myself to my motto is never stop chasing. So, how can I ever quit it? You right, know what right, I mean? right. So, um. But so the brand, I feel like is 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 really something that I've just adopted. I've adopted the mindset, adopted the, the 
the motto to now incorporate it in all aspects of my life. No, that's you know dope. What I mean? So it's just it's kind of like whether I sell one or a million T-shirts, I always have this phrase to remember to chase the feeling. And like then when it. you find it, I can never stop. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I like that. You know, so that's it, man. Where, where, where can they find that at? Um, on IG at Chase the Feeling Brand. Uh, and then the website is thectfbrand.com. So, okay. um, we have some new stuff dropping. I'm, I'm about to drop my first load probably by my birthday in April. Okay. Um, so just kind of letting the winter stuff go by. And I've been through, man, I've had to sue people. I've had guys really? uh, stolen from me, man. Like it's Damn. Twice. Like, I've lost probably $10,000, like, back to back. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. man. Like, manufacturer. Because, you know, you got, you, you, you find people to make your stuff. You know, sometimes I go overseas. Sometimes, I mean, and both times, honestly, they were people that I had a relationship with who just, did me dirty, you know. Like, I, I pay for the product, I don't get the product, you know. And then I pay, pay. I find another person, and, and this person, the second person, it wasn't intentional. I don't feel like, but just bad business on their part caused them to just lo- lose my money and not, you know. So that's wow. the type of stuff with a brand. You, you know, with, with a kid, I can say, hey, show up at eight o'clock in the morning. Let's train. If you don't show up, I get paid regardless. You know, right, for. Right. For me, I'm not necessarily a designer in terms of I'm um, hand stitching the product. Like I have the idea, I can kind of Photoshop some stuff and send my design off, but I have a manufacturer that's actually doing it. You know, so in this process, what I'm saying is I've really been challenged to kind of uh, like live my raps. I always say that, like I can't quit. You know, what if somebody says, hey, how's the brand? Yeah, I, mean, I let that go, man. It was too hard, had too many hiccups. And they could be like, well, you, you said your motto is never stop chasing. So that doesn't, you know, doesn't mean you ever, I can't stop. You know what I mean? So I like that. It's something that, um, um, I again, just, just adopted it, man. It's been been great for me. So it's just me. Again, my brothers and my wife helped me out with it. And, and I, I truly appreciate the support I've had. Uh, the people who ask about it are the reasons I, I keep trying to reinvent it. Um, Actually, you know, I, I don't know if you do it now. I brought you guys some, some hats. Oh, I like oh, it. Oh, man. Two, two, my dad hats are kind of the... Right. Boom. There we Appreciate go. There we go. You know, yeah, the dad hats are probably my most popular item, man. Those, those are the ones I sell the hats, most. Man. I like it. Nice yeah. little summer, the vault, the vault colorway. Um, I, I know Bubba, you like to wear colors. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I appreciate uh, it's adjustable. There, there, yep, there you go. And it matches the fit, too. You know what I yeah. mean? There you go. Yeah, I got the World 13 brand on, too. So it's man, boom. That's it. That's the brand. Um, and, and and you know what? I I also am excited. You know, this year, like even doing stuff like this is like, I got to do better at letting people know what I do. You yeah, know, oh, for know, sure. You know, man. so some sometimes I, I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm the most humble guy. I'm very humble, and, and not in, and I'm also, um, very confident in what I do. And I feel like a lot of people just know me, in the basketball field. I mean, because well, it, it's funny because like I, I so my experience I've known you for a, a little while now, yeah. and like I know you know you through hoops playing ball, yeah. and then I kind of saw like you had these other things going on, but I didn't quite understand like yeah. okay is this all you is this just you're repping for somebody else exactly or whatever, and so I, I've asked you a couple times on like some stuff like hey what what's up with this, but yeah it is I mean self promotion is like a critical thing to have in success. And- and man, and can I be honest? I'm not gonna say being humble is ever a negative, ever. But sometimes you can be 
over humble, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's I like I, Max Kellerman, man, he said a statement that I always say all the time. He says, sometimes if you do not toot your own horn, the band won't play. <laughs> you know, so it's so it's like, you know, basketball is something I'm, I'm super passionate about. But again, like I told you guys kind of at the beginning of the pod, uh, before we kind of hit record, it was like, People don't know I went to college for music outside of basketball. My majors is, is in music technology, you know, and 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 that's something I would say I'm probably even better at in basketball. And I feel like I'm pretty good in basketball and coaching yeah. basketball, you know. Yeah. So um, it's because it's something I really can affect the game, uh, uh, the music production myself. I do it myself. I don't have to pass the ball or wait for the ball to get. It's something I can control. You know, if I'm mad, the wife make me mad, or the kids on me, I can go get my frustrations out right there. So it's something that I know I control by myself. Now, there's collaborations I'm doing, stuff like that, but for the most part, music is what, like, I'm super serious about, super confident about. And the brand has become the expression for all of it. You know what okay. I mean? So, cool. I like that. So, yeah, so, I mean, again, I, both of you, like, I, hooping was what, hooping is my network. You yeah, know, like, right. And so, I uh, especially here in Florida, like my my first day here, Lil Camp had me in RDV. You know, that's yeah. how I met B Rich and Juan, and they like I met everybody that I still know now, almost five years here in Florida from hoops. I, I stand by this a hundred percent. Like the best people I've met in my life have been in some way through sport. Man, what like my, just, my you know, probably eighty five percent of my my <laughs> network to this day. It's the hoops. And one of, one of the things that I think about hoops, too, is that I feel, even in a pickup setting, you show who you are when you hoop. Come on now. And when I see who you are, then I, then I know, are you a real person or you're, you're just a, an ass clown? And I can make <laughs> consistent, reliable judgments off of how I see you play basketball. Yeah. You, you you really do do that. 100%. I, 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 I'm not with you on that. I see, it, I see into your soul you when are. you play basketball. He does do that all the time. Yeah. Now listen, Bubba. Bubba has surprised me. If you took Bubba the basketball player and Bubba the the podcaster or the <laughs> or the you know the I would I don't know if you call yourself a journalist, whatever. It's just so well thought out, very calm, and but on the court he's a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm telling you, the orange world runs. I was like, man, who is this dude that keep. Trying to check me crazy, get like every, get everybody mad. Man, if he talk, he talk. Trey, he gonna talk to there's, you. There's, there's, there's Bubba on offense, and then there's Bubba on defense. Bubba on defense is man. Bubba on defense. Man, I remember one time, man, I was killing it Arnwood, and like, I'm like Bubba picking me 94 feet. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is this is open gym. That what we don't, doing? Don't let Bubba get an early slap away. Yeah, or <laughs> hit a shot, or hit a shot after yeah, a big yeah, stop. Yeah, My yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. No, but I I stand by the slap. If he gets a slap away. Way. He immediately starts talking, and yeah. he's like, he's Mamba mode from that moment. Man, but when you hear him on doing this, like, I mean, even the even the uh, rapper and, and yeah. Hooper, it's it's well thought out. It seems, you know, it's like, man, but we. So to your point, he's I can low, understand he's, he's it. He's low key saying you play like an idiot. <laughs> the, the wild child, like, man. Out of court, you're this well thought out guy, articulate. Nah, no, I could get. I got a maniac mode. I could. I, could get too. But I like to think it's only when guys engage with me first. But no, I, I do you hear. Are, you are I hear a, about. Uh, I, I hear people say it's other ways, but it's really if you engage with me first. Y'all don't hear the little small things people might say to me. Up personal, and you on the other no, side of the court. You? you might not hear that, but if I, yeah. 
<laughs> Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast, Bubba and Pink. We're going to close the show out with some current NBA things, like how we normally do with some scores and stuff. Nice. But I wanted to get, uh, I just wanted to quickly do this. Every once in a while, I'm a huge show person. I watch a ton of uh, TV series and movies and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, of course, I aspire to be a, um, a writer of a, and creator of a TV show one day. That's awesome, uh, man. So, We're going to speak that into existence, man. Yeah, for sure, man. So every once in a while, every about once a month or so on the show, I give my top five current TV shows that I'm watching right now. Okay. All right, so let's go through them. At number five, it's a show called Poker Face. Now, actually, I haven't gotten around to the uh, to the show just My yet. Just told me about that yesterday. Right, but it's trending right now. It's it's it's, it's, it's trending like number three. What's mm-hmm. the premise? Um, so first of all, this 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 um actress, uh, her name is Natasha. She's a wonderful actress. Mm-hmm. I, I I haven't seen anything that she has that she's been bad in or terrible, or the show is. All right. Now I haven't seen it yet. Right, but uh, but basically it's about she has this ability to tell if you're lying or not and she's solving cases and stuff like that kind so of like the your ability the of, of knowing the type <laughs> yeah, of person she has that in, in the in right the, right so it has the opportunity to move up the list once I watch it but um, she's in it so I'm sure it's going to be good alright like okay coming at number four the only reason why it's at number four and that's Snowfall is because it actually hasn't dropped the new season hasn't dropped just, just the yet the final season right right the final season yeah. is coming up and it's, uh, it actually drops next week like the middle of next week mm-hmm. alright so I'll be on top of that Snowfall is an awesome it's a great show if, uh, for, for those who haven't seen it it's basically about back in the day when the government dropped drugs into the black neighborhoods mm-hmm. and the guy that they picked to run it um is the, is, is, is the guy here in snowfall and it's, it's really um telling about his story and about his um relationship with the uh the government agent that that is help funding and putting these drugs in the black community okay. uh it's fucking wonderful and it's a great show all right coming in at number three i have you Mm, All right. Now, yeah. now you, this guy here, he's a uh, <laughs> he's, he's a crazy he's guy, a man. Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched the first season and two episodes of the second. Yeah. yeah. I love the first half of the first season. Okay. When he was doing that thing where he would kind of like read people. Yeah. And do that, that was brilliant. Yeah. And then he just became like this homicidal guy, and it just for me it, it jumped the shark. Yeah. I had no use for it at that point. <laughs> None. Worse in the second. Yeah. Season. No, it that's that is for I sure. I just don't like. I, I like like good banter, good thinking. I have no use for violence. So though. you'll you'll like poker face then. I might. I, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, does yeah. sound appealing. Face. I yeah. like that. So that's that's that number three. Do I prefer a male lead? Carry on. <laughs> oh, oh, wow! Whoa! <laughs> this guy. Yeah, if man. my daughter heard that, the feminist. <laughs> my gosh. No, part of my thing with shows is I need relatability. I need to care, I you, care about characters and, and want to know what happens with them. And for oh. the most part, like I just don't relate. I'm not a woman. I don't aspire I to be a woman. I don't want to be a trans person. I'm with you. I'm good. I'm not mad at that at all. Coming at number two is The Last of Us. Um, can I, I say something? You know what? You said what? prefer. That's yeah, he didn't would, say. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. the other thing too. Like you just gave your preference. Yeah, so yeah. people can't. Is that, that, can't be mad. If at you would have said something else, like, they don't belong as the role. That's different. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I like that you said preference. I, you know, I, so I, I appreciate day, you no- noting the subtlety of my crap. Yeah, yeah man. Because a lot of our viewers don't. They was gonna get you, B. I got you, man. I won't say a lot. Uh, I'll, I'll say Jimmy Green in particular. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out Jimmy. 
<laughs> so coming in at number two is The Last of Us. Um, I, I remember this actually being a, a, a video game. A video game. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had bought for my nephew, and mm-hmm. they, they, I guess, made it into a TV show. Yeah, I, over, I overheard people at the office talking about this. It's, it's a video it's, game converted to a show? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a really dope show. But it um, involves zombies. It does. Yeah, that's a no go for um, me. You're not a zombie guy either. No. But I'm gonna tell you now, it's not. I'm, I'm real. Like I like. Real I'm, I'm, hold on, I'm gonna tell you, it's not a typical zombie show. And, okay. I, and like I say, I watch every genre, every type of show, every type. And zombies is a, a part of the genre that I watch. But listen, it's not a typical genre uh, zombie show because how the how the show starts is so realistic, as if this can really happen in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. It's not <clears throat> just like some typical zombie thing that just you don't have. You have no idea. And it's and it's always centered in one city, and you're like, okay, well, what's going on in Florida right now? Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> this is so realistic. On like they 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 build it down to a to a science. It's scientific, <laughs> and I like on the show how they go out out of their way to find like these scientists of of, of all over the world or whatever. In, in certain cases, like this one lady was in um she was in uh some some part of in Asia, and um and they asked her. It was like, okay, so this is what's going on here, you know, and um, they showed her the 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 kind of, I forgot the actual term, but what was going on inside of this person's body. They had her look, and she used the, the telescope to look, or not telescope, but you know what I'm saying. And she, and he's, he's like, so what, we brought you in to tell us, what, we, what should we do? Uh, we need you to help us find a cure, this and that. And she says, I'm going to tell you uh, right now what you should do. You should bomb. The entire part of it, because yeah. this shit is, this is, there's no hope for us. Wow. But anyway, I like that. The Last of Us as uh, number two, number one, it's BMF, man. Black Mafia Family. Um, it's just the most entertaining show. It's based it's off true, based off true events. And I haven't even seen it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 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 really good, man. From show to show, you're entertained. It's um, and it's like I said, it's based off true events. And uh, it's just, I just love it, man. The characters, they, they do a great job with character development. Just from, 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 from the first season, from the first episode all the way up to now, building each character. It's kind of like you know each one of their stories all the way up until these guys' dads. Like these guys, these, these guys, their, their dad. And yeah, he's a, he, you know, he's a uh, S show in, in itself. It's just, I just love, I think the number one thing about this show is character development and how, and how they did that. Um, I, I just, I really like that. So yeah, that's number one. Uh, BMF. There. That's dope. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, so, so Bubba, real quick, you, so, um, because I remember the the thing you did for the anime animation that you did before right. that. So, your your thing is to to write shows and be a part of a show. Right? Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I want to write and direct a, a series, a TV That's series. That's dope, man. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I do. That's cool, man. All right, so let's Super get. Dope. Yeah, appreciate that. Let's get to some uh. Some quick NBA notes here before we get off here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Atlanta actually played the Knicks. The Knicks have been playing pretty good recently. Brunson have been balling, man. Brunson dropped a 40-piece the other night. Um, and so, yeah, so they beat the Hawks. Do you think he should have got the nod over Randall? What, in the All-Star? Yeah. No, because Randall had a more consistent, at the time of the voting, you got to think about Brunson has been strong as of late. Yeah. But Randall was the best player on that team up until, like, the voting, All-Star voting. Gotcha. I think the one thing about yeah. about um, Brunson, though, is that, like, you know, I was very critical of the deal and how much he got paid. Yeah. But it's not looking that bad right now. He's no. living up to it, man. I was, I was critical as well. Credit to him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you got uh, the Heat uh, losing to the Nets. I don't know what's going on with the Heat this year, man. Um, uh, Jimmy Butler has had a off year for sure. 
Um, but yeah, so they lose to the Brooklyn Nets, and Miles Bridges drops a forty-five. Come on, man. Um, on the Heat, and they lose. Really and, sad about leaving Phoenix, man. And uh, shout out to my guy, my guy Ben, with two points and. <laughs> you know that might have been. I mean, like that. You know, I I don't want to say that, but Brooklyn necessarily won the trade, but that that. Bridges is really good. Yeah. And I actually like the other guy, Cam Johnson. He can too. form into a two-way star. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it's really, yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I'm not saying that they won the trade, but they did not get, like, nothing out of that. No. Yeah, and then then, then, then those guys are playing with a certain level of uh, excitement. You know, yeah. Because like, cause cause, you know, when you're playing with house money like that, it's you mess around and get into play in. You yeah, know, what you're I mean? you're going to have an expanded role yeah. versus what I mean. It's very structured in Phoenix. What those guys were asked to do, and they were successful in that format. But you're going to have an expanded role. Yeah. And, and let's not forget, when Brooklyn became the destination for KD and Kyrie, it was because they kind of had a cast of like. You know, medium Spencer level Dimmer guys. The first time, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Harris was kind of coming on. Was it, was, it was a nice group that played hard night in and night out. Seemed to be well coached. Yeah. And it's like they have a chance to kind of get back to that much quicker than you would figure, yeah. having traded away these these big guys. That's true. No, no, it's yeah. It, because normally when superstars leave your team, like you you go to a uh, the, to the doldrums instant, for a instant rebuild. Yeah, instant. yeah, yeah. And they, they, and they got they, enough they pieces to, to make them. Interesting at best, you know. This yeah. interesting. No, for sure, for sure. Pacers beat the Bulls. Uh, Pacers have had a um, a better year than most people would like. Um, that thought they mm-hmm. would. Yeah. yeah. But they're in the worst spot that I always say in basketball. You don't want to be. You don't want to be hovering the middle at all. You you want to be a, a contender or on your path on your way to be a contender, or you want to be one of the worst teams. Um, and and cause, because they 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 they're lacking some star power over there. Um, they should have gotten rid of Buddy Hield and Turner. Um, I thought Buddy was. I mean, you see my colors, man. I thought Buddy was going to come to our Lakers. Yeah, like he should. I thought yeah. we was going to get him. Just to have a shooter, to have a a, a, a shooter around Braun, man, but it didn't great for him. Yeah, the Pacers they were driving driving a high a high bargain for those guys. They wanted like two two first round picks, and and it's like, man, you know. You gotta. I understand you want to get the most out of your assets and what you have, and you're like, and you're driving a hard bargain. Like, hey, well, if you don't want, if you're not gonna give that, we'll just keep them. But at the same time, you're hurting yourself. Exactly. Right? But whatever, you know, they're front. They're in the NBA front office, not me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. The Orlando Magic is having an interesting season as well because it seems like every time you turn around, they're beating a really good team. But then they're losing to the bad teams, and uh, I, I, maybe that's just what you get out of a, a, a competent young team. Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, like truly get up for some of the bigger teams to come into town. Or, they beat Boston every game. This yeah, year. yeah, they've owned Boston. They've beaten Denver Nuggets. They beat my seven Sixers. They've beaten. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, you know, the mentality to to compete on the night when you're maybe expected to win is is a different challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they they finally let Terrence Ross go. He's going to the Suns. Mm, and um, that was another thing I wanted to talk about just quickly here, the, the, the Phoenix mm, Suns. Um, they have a loaded roster now, especially with Terrence Ross going over there. Yeah. Um, the sure up, the the, the, the the guard depth coming off the bench. Yeah. To be able to keep Aiton in that in that deal, I thought was. Was big. Yeah, that was, was huge. Really that was huge. I mean, if you remember last year, he defended Jokic like really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got. I mean, he's got great physical tools to bother. You know, the bigger guys. He doesn't. You know, doesn't give much to them. And I mean, you still have Booker. You still have Paul and they have KD. I mean, it, it really sets up as a very nice roster. Yeah, 
Maybe they, were, to, they, maybe they were deeper than I thought because they gave up a lot to get KD, but they still have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know, that, they, you know, for two years, they kind of fell back a little bit this year. But for two years, they were like the best regular season team in the league. Yeah, yeah. they were. They, I mean, were, they lost they were. the finals. And last year, they, they lost a game seven. It was, I mean, they just collapsed in a game seven, but I didn't necessarily see that coming the way it did. Is it, is it a true super team? We have to see it play. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, yeah. listen, on paper, they are super. But, but a lot of yeah, times, cause D, we, we call cause it Because D-Book, you know, even we to your point earlier. We called it missed. He's, 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 he's a, I mean, he's an awesome number two, you yeah. know, to, to have KD come in. And then, man, you know, t- to see how KD works with CP, you know, is going to be great. You but know, that, like, that's, we have to see it. How is it going to yeah. gonna go? What, you know? what do you make out of the um, – the the early returns from Kyrie and Luca, you know they they they, they, they lost got, they lost what they on three with those. Well, they got a lot players. to figure out. You know, yeah. I think with the play the other night, you could see it's an obvious deferral type thing. You know, like yeah, yeah. And, and and again, you can't you can't discount or or you can't uh, discount what it means. Like chemistry is a real thing. You know, yeah. and and I think Luca needs Kyrie, but Kyrie's in the point of his career where. Does he have the maturity to tell Luca, "This is your show. I'm just here to really help you in that matter." Does Man, he know? that's what it'll take. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because it's, Lu- it's Luca's show. You know what I'm saying? As, as talented as Kyrie is, and I feel like honestly, Kyrie wants to to be the the best number two in the league because it's like he don't have the pressure to lead. He, he needs just to ball. figure himself out because I don't think he knows what he wants to be. But you, uh, that's you, fair. You, you, that's you, fair. You know what I think? Really, I was thinking about this yesterday. This is the very first time in Luca's career, professionally, even prior to the NBA, where he has a guy on his team where he can look at and he has true high respect for as yeah. offensive basketball yes, players. The very sure. first time. Yeah. And he's and you can see it when they're playing. It's like, well, you know, I I need to let him be able to do what he needs to do. But what needs to happen is is what Dwayne Wade did for LeBron. There you go. Exactly. Like, 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 yo, this no, is, that's a great yeah, point. I'm just but saying. the problem with that is is that those two guys were so much different. Like the heat extra gear was to trap and and play full court and 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 fly around yeah. and it, you know, Wade was great at that LeBron was was at his peak. These are two dudes that are high dribble guys yes, yeah, that that's are it. not run the floor guys that are not catch and shoot guys and they are they need rhythm to shoot well that which means dribbling and time on the ball. They're both subpar defenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is a much different thing. I but, don't. But the, I don't know where the pathway to the to the dynamic connection. The pathway is, is Kyrie can play off the ball. We've seen it. There you go. He's and done it. The He's done it. You know, I, I don't believe in Luca being able to play off ball, but we we so ball down. We've seen Kyrie be able yeah. to. Well, do I mean, it. I I keep looking at 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 Houston when they had. James and they had that CP3 worked, where well. you had like you always were able to basically do the same thing offensively mm-hmm. with little change when 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 you rested CP3 Harden was James Harden when Harden rested CP3 just took over the yeah you know, Jason Kidd is going to have to thing yeah. and, and that's what they've got to do like so you, you should literally always play with one of those two on the court all the time and then yeah. then kind of figure out how do we get the most out of their joint minutes and what is the best configuration of another three players yeah. around their joint minutes yeah and then that's what you you have to figure I, out. I, I think that works better than we may think you know yeah. I think it works because I think to your point of Luca really respecting Kyrie 
Yeah. Kyrie having the experience of playing off the ball with a LeBron, with a KD, and even James to a, to a lesser extent. Yeah. It works. And then listen, having Jay Kidd as your coach, you know, like, he, you know, he, he, he's, he is the point guard, you know, like, so to be able to now maybe even talk to Kyrie different to get a message to Luca, you know, like, so I, I, th- I think that one works a lot better for, uh, for for Dallas, then I think Dallas think. Dallas better hopes it works. Oh, because for sure. Because Kyrie is entering free agency, and if he doesn't like like you know if he, he go he gonna come on he, he trying to he trying yeah, to get if over he, if he doesn't like he how, how the season now. ends and he leaves that's a colossal fail for Dallas. I don't care about what these guys say on TV. Oh, it won't be that big of a loss because of X Y Z. Like they gave up quite a bit to get him, and it's like. You don't you you already let Bronson. It's a combination of already letting Bronson go for nothing, mm-hmm. giving up so much in a failed Porzingis experience. In combination with this Kyrie thing, it's not only the Kyrie thing, but if Kyrie walks for nothing, you're screwed as a franchise. Yeah, what what yeah, what what is the sustainable growth that your franchise is showing can happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have an elite player in Luca, but you haven't figured out who to play around him. Yeah, you haven't made it a situation where the other guys want to go or stay. You know, and, and that would be emphasized. And here's the other problem with Kyrie. Like, you get to the playoffs, and, you know, things aren't necessary. You hit some adversity in the playoffs. Like, I think that bitch checks He's out. He's going to fold. See, so that so He's I'll be fold. honest. He's going to fold. The one, because, you know, when Kyrie left Brooklyn, it was the, he felt disrespected. He mm-hmm. One thing about Dallas, Mark over there is going to, he treats his guys, the the stars, you know, at least from from what we've seen. So I feel like if it's gonna be out, it's gonna be Kyrie, not necessarily the organization the to put yeah. him out. But I you know, I, so. I regard Kyrie as a woman, <laughs> and I think that he is never gonna be happy or satisfied. Uh, what's that Prince song, right? Don't you satisfied? I I think he, he's wired like a woman. Yeah, and he's never going to be satisfied. It's yeah. just it's just who he is. Maybe I'm just sure like my, my maybe maybe no Prince said yeah maybe I'm just like my mother she's never maybe satisfied. Maybe I'm just <laughs> like my mother. She's never. That's satisfied. a good point. So you think that's Kyrie? Yeah, he's never 100%. satisfied. I do. When has he ever been? Yeah, in his whole career, he played eight games at Duke. You I know? just want to say that's our first Prince record for reference on the show. So I, that I, is. Come on, baby. And I'm wearing purple. Legendary. Come on, man. Purple ring. Legendary. All right, man. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Coach Big Camp, let them know where all you can find them. And once again, everything that you Listen, you got going um, three pages. Listen, the brand, Chase the Feeling, is Chase the Feeling brand on IG, Facebook. Uh, TheCTFbrand.com is the website. Um, for the skills development, it's Glory Days SD. Um, that's Instagram. It stands for Glory Days Skills Development. And uh, my producer page and personal page is He Is Corey G. That's all three. So I do all three at a very high level. I take pride in it. You know, it's very rare you see somebody that is is uh, uh, well versed in all three areas. You know what I mean? So. I like it. So that's 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 my 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 pride and joy. Like I'm I'm pretty good at basketball. I'm, Pretty good at you know music production, and my clothes are pretty cool too, and it, it has a great meaning behind it. So, those are the three I want to say, fellas. Thank you, man. I know I've been trying to get on here for a while. Shout out my boy Cliff who beat me to it. <laughs> he probably has the best story on on the bench uh, yeah, podcast, man. You know, so yeah. I feel like you know what you guys are doing is is the real deal, and 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 uh, 
you you got a ambassador for sure, man. We appreciate that, man. Oh, man, no, bro, sure. BP, thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. For sure. Thanks for coming in, man. We enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah man. man. Well, we have you guys. Oh, have skills and drills this Saturday. I'm sorry, skills and drills, and you can go to uh, skills and drills minicamp at gmail.com to uh, register and get some more information. All right. Well, you guys have been on the bench. We'll see you guys next week. Wow. Awesome, man. Money. Last time that I checked, yeah, I'm going to Mars. Tell the coach to put me in, bitch. I'm getting yards, rolling big boy blunts, bitch. Cuban cigars, VVS is on my chain. Big drip, I'm the god. On my country, ain't shit, but ain't no laughing in the yard. Nigga, play me like I'm pussy, send your body to the Mars. Life before death, but see, death is getting hard. Yeah, this shit here getting deep, like little baby, I'm emotionally scarred. Yeah, that'll make me wanna go and roll along. Say, you don't usually pop a tool on a Tuesday, but I use it. How you get hit him with the toolie? Try, nigga, watch a nigga come and prove. He had on a black mask, call him blackface. One band, one sound, watch this all get paid. I told you niggas I was going to the top, didn't I? You didn't believe me, well, look at me now, nigga. I like my beef well done, watch the pot sizzle. I threw my hat off, truly I'm a hot nigga. I'm feeling peachy, still smelling on my pinky. Bellini on the island while your bitch trying to treat. In an all white fit, making sure that these niggas see me. Hating niggas. I know they wanna be me, they faithful with it. I know they won't deceive me. Listening to these hoes, that's their weakness.